0: everyone. Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And a reminder, there could be some spoilers when we talk about this episode, because it's not a spoiler-free podcast. No, it is not. I am Melissa, and I'm here with my special co-host, Fish. Fish. How are you doing today, you special co-host, you?
1: <laughs> I'm good. Um, I am happy that I have air conditioning because the heat index today and for the last like three days has been 110 degrees. Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you With have all it.
1: All the humidity. So yay. um yay
0: to air conditioning. Good times. Great oldies. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to try to brave the heat and talk about season four, episode six. Oops, Noel did it again. This one originally aired November 14th, 2001. It was directed by Craig Zisk, written by Jennifer Levin and Josh Rhimes And here's the episode description. Diagnosed with liver failure, Ben's father asks his son to assume power of attorney. Meanwhile, Noel causes two flaky freshmen to move into Felicity and Elena's apartment, a living arrangement that is anything but amicable. Felicity also worries that the professor for whom she is a TA is interested in her romantically. I just missed something rather large. <laughs> I mean, it's in the title, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, Fish, is it just me? Or I had a lot of notes for this one more than usual did that happen to you
1: i usually have a lot of notes so i mean i probably have five or six pages of notes but i always have five or six pages of notes okay so this wasn't
0: like especially
1: um i don't know how i would i don't know how i would do more notes for any particular show i i take a lot of notes that's what i'm saying
0: yeah okay here you I hear do
1: like i've seen your notes you're like a page or you know you're like writing on the side of the page um, yeah i do
0: it it ends up being a page front and back except i'm i write small and then i start i i i, uh, I have just a system of when i start <laughs> writing on sides and in between yeah. things and around yeah and around edges um yeah. it's a whole thing yeah okay it's, it's
1: impressive to see um i on the other hand am on my what Third or fourth notebook.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. If if I showed anybody my notes and <laughs> explained to them the flow, it would <laughs> seem ridiculous, and okay. it would be ridiculous. But you know, but that's how it is. That's, I know. That's it's the
1: important on. part.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh we'll we'll see what it means that I have more notes. I don't know. I don't know what that yeah. means. But we're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, we're going to start in Felicity's room. She's on her bed covering her eyes.
1: Wait, is it Felicity's room or was it Ben's room?
0: I thought it was Felicity's room.
1: Well, then whoever's room it is has weird shelving that reminds me of the lockers or weird storage. Because it's like they're sitting on the bed and it's like all metal Mm
0: -hmm. behind
1: them. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, ah. This reminds me of Noel's room, season one.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. Mm. I didn't see that. Um, she's covering her eyes. It's her birthday. Ben it got is. her a present. He's given her a surprise. It's a multi-level surprise. Yes, and he is—he—he he really does. He does it all out when it comes to birthdays and holidays and stuff. He gets into it that's what I think anyway you don't I don't
1: remember any other I mean I remember he gave her a necklace at one point um he did the
0: whole surprise party where he tried to get the ribs and he tried to I mean it didn't work out okay (laughs) but I mean technically
1: neither did this um yeah but yeah I mean it's a it's a weird present I I don't know that I've heard Felicity say anything about wanting a child's sled in the past but is he's what is? this so, is what he's given her a flexible flyer what is old wooden sled
0: it's an old wooden sled huh okay there you yeah. go um yeah. well yeah he gives her this ra- rather large wrapped present he does the whole it's a day early it's a day before her birthday and she's like but my birthday is tomorrow he's like <gasps> She's like but my birthday is tomorrow <laughs> and um he knew that already it's fine he just wanted her
1: to have it now so that he could then say for your actual birthday present because i got you a child sled um let's go to vermont
0: mm-hmm. yeah it snowed in vermont and so he suggests they go there for the weekend i guess this is kind of a nice through line with you know even in the first episode the pilot episode of the whole show they have that bit on the roof where he's like I can't wait to see what the city looks like when it snows and mm-hmm. she then repeats that same thing to her parents when she's saying that she's going to stay in New York instead of go back home and it's I, it is kind of nice to see them do something snow related or talk about doing something snow related at least yeah, it gives us a sense of the season,
1: plus Vermont is for lovers, and it's, uh, I don't know, I, I love Vermont. I think it's gorgeous, especially during the fall, maybe not so much with all the snow, but that's just me. I mean, it sounds like it would be a wonderful trip okay. that will not.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. It's never going to come to pass. No, that's okay. Um, Felicity likes everything she's hearing. She loves the gift. She wants to go to Vermont, but she does have to run a critique for Cavallo's class. So he's like, all right, that's fine. Let's go after. Yeah. Do, you, do your critique. We'll do it. We'll go after you're done. Fully
1: agreed upon. And then of course, with no knocking, because there are clearly uh no locks on any doors in all of new york
0: Yeah.
1: um sean's gonna bust in with a phone
0: yeah sure does he's he's half asleep and it, the phone is for ben ben's gonna exit the room to take this call and we und- and we find out quickly why sean looks so tired apparently he had a rough night he and megan we're brainstorming company names all night because they're getting into this partnership thing mm-hmm. Right now they're debating between Megan Lomania and Sean shirts. I have to say Megan Lomania is very creative I I
1: do actually prefer that. I mean
0: it's not appropriate for a business that he's also running, but I think it's a great name.
1: It's appropriate for a business based on her fashion style That's true sean shirts i mean first of all i mean then you can only do shirts
0: that's true which as
1: we see later with the vest i mean meg megan lemania is um i don't know uh
0: i kind of like it yeah i hear you well he prefers sean shirts so take that she does so uh ben is going to return into the room Sean is going to exit and we find out uh, ben is not looking he he's got a little less skip in his step than he did when he left the room mm. guess why
1: uh because his dad is in the hospital with liver failure How do and you guess? well because he told felicity okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Less of a guess than um. And you watch the, the entire
0: episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: Unlike the people who do uh, the write-ups for these episodes, we actually watch the episode. Oh, and no, no. I assumed at this point that his dad would need a liver transplant, and much like Julie's mom, uh, Ben was going to be put in the position of being asked to donate part of his liver to his dad.
0: That's not a thing, is it?
1: Oh yeah especially if you can't get your liver
0: and you can live. Yeah.
1: Um, like a fourth of your liver or something. It's a really resilient, um, you know, organ, but, uh, if you're, I mean, if he's in liver failure, I mean, that's it, right. You get a transplant or you die that that's the end of the story there. And, um, and if you are an alcoholic, and you know you haven't been sober for i don't know what the um, amount of time is but like it's a while you you were actually not allowed to be on the transplant list Mm -hmm. which um i think the show gets wrong here but um yeah that's uh that's what i thought was going to happen
0: well okay, so ben's call he the the call that Ben got was from Lauren, <laughs> so your favorite character correct so i I guess here's the thing uh, 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 carefully avoiding spoilers, we get to have John Ritter back. yes,
1: that's but not a spoiler
0: with that comes Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this i'm gonna the best, that uh, double-edged sword part of the season for me best,
1: best of times worst of times um so here's the thing just from this episode i don't see any reason not to like lauren i am assuming that your dislike of her comes from future episodes
0: it comes from the storyline they give her
1: Okay. But right now, like if this was the only episode she was in, I think she did a great job. And I actually really like the actress who plays her even though I can't remember what else I've seen her in, but I have seen her in a lot of things.
0: Like Lisa Edelstein. I, I um
1: yeah, I'm trying to okay, remember. Yeah. She was in um I don't know. The picture I have in my head is sort of dramas that she's been in a number of dramas. Yeah. And and I've really liked her. Um so I, know I, I,
0: I want to sort of plant a flag on why I dislike Lauren without telling you why I dislike Lauren. Okay. I'm not so sure that it's because although, although she is intended to, I think, well, she is intended to rub you the wrong way, I think at a certain point, but I'm not sure that it's her personality that bothers me. I have a major problem with the storyline they gave her. So big that I don't understand how writers can even get off giving a storyline like that to a character. So, <clears throat> oh. like, I, it's really hard for me to judge. It's hard It's hard for me to, like, rank for you where Lauren fits in the grand scheme of things. Because it everything about what they try to do with her makes zero sense
1: i will i'm gonna put in i would say after this episode because i think it makes 100 percent sense that she's there for this episode
0: sure sure the way they bring her in the introduction to lauren her relationship to ben's dad they've set up something potentially interesting here um and they just do the stupidest thing
1: yeah i mean i am surprised that this isn't her only episode like I I wouldn't have or like maybe one more if his dad continues um to live a little longer but like
0: Hmm. I
1: I would not have seen I wonder
0: I wonder if I think a lot of times I think a lot of times on a lot of shows Um, especially shows with this many episodes in a season I think a lot of times actors are brought in to do like a three episode arc or whatever and sometimes characters like it works out so well however they measure that that they just like are around they just extend them and sometimes those end up becoming characters you love um and and so like as a fan you don't necessarily know who had that experience and who didn't but i do think like a lot of times there's sort of this testing ground of a character or you know like a business relationship behind the scenes perhaps where you know people get a very low number of episodes that they're initially committed to i wonder if as we watch the lauren episodes if we're going to find that there was like a moment where they were going to stop and then a moment they decided to continue. I wonder, Hmm. um, because I feel like what this aired November 14th, that could be.
1: Yeah. I mean, everything around her, uh, his father, I think makes complete sense Mm -hmm. for her to, to be in. And I think she, she creates a very good tension with ben around a very complex emotional and ethical set of questions
0: yeah i i totally agree and i think it'll be interesting to discuss this episode with lauren and i'm not going to leave you hanging on this forever fish because i'm not going to wait she's going to be in quite a bunch of the season or she's going to have a like a looming presence in it um but I'm this isn't gonna be a Ruby's baby situation. Like I'll as soon as <laughs> as soon as we hit the moment where I'm like, this is stupid, I She'll will stay. make it very clear to you. Um so but agreed, like I think if I if I ignore everything that's ahead, I I did not at all ding this episode for the presence of Lauren. Um and if anything, I thought that they opened up some really interesting. There's a particular line that she has that I thought, oh, that's it. That's this relationship. Um, mm-hmm. That's what they explore. I don't know. Or that's what I wanted them to explore.
1: Yeah. Right. So, so I recognize her f- just looking at IMDb from House. She was, okay. I think, House's boss. Um, and then she was one of the main characters in A Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce.
0: Um, so she's,
1: you know she's done i think she's an actress
0: who's done a lot of things um i think i think she's one of those people a lot of people will recognize but all from different stuff Mm. and she might be one of those people who's like your litmus test for what types of show you watch um so she's definitely a working actress that's for sure but that's Um, what
1: i that's what i remember her from is house she was mm -hmm. in 153 episodes of that so
0: Mm, i was like gosh,
1: she's familiar uh yes that
0: Well, so we got this call. We haven't met Lauren yet, but Ben comes back into the room and Ben's a little worried. There's a gravity that's come back to him that wasn't there when he left the room to take the call. Mm. So now we're going to get to, I don't know, this episode is a little weird around here. So,
1: Noel. (laughs) Yeah, this whole episode, I did feel like it it was, it wasn't so much jarring um, because I felt it was jarring before when they do these quick cuts. Mm -hmm. This one just felt like it was cut, 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 you know, scene, 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 like different um, places, different people. I didn't, I don't know. I guess I don't like it as much when they do that, but you know, at least we get to see a lot of stuff.
0: I often find like I, I often um fundamentally enjoy a well done quick cut. I think it can be a really comedic thing if it's done correctly or if it's if it's done between I, I think sometimes the jarring nature of it can be comedic, but uh I'm not sure that this episode lands there. Um the uh the Noel stuff is really so strange. Um <laughs> So he's we first see him in his new office as guidance counselor. He is advising the talkative twin. Are they twins? No. Is that what's uh happening here? I mean
1: they didn't look like twins to me, but um I just called them the girls. Okay. They're freshman girls who I thought were friends and they, they did remind me of the twins.
0: Yeah, they'll name them Tammy and Tammy and Gabby later. Yeah. Um so they're there yeah they did they did also remind me of the twins so they were very they were talkative they apparently had been on the men's lacrosse floor in their dorm and it wasn't working out I didn't, I didn't realize that was the thing um I guess they're freshmen well we have whole into, houses yeah um,
1: freshmen yeah I don't know and we I don't know, know how they freshmen get, to get
0: put with freshmen but well at least that's how our, our school I don't know but, yeah, so that didn't work out. There was some peeing in the sink that was happening. They just need yeah. new housing, okay? Let's make it New up.
1: housing right now. Yeah. And <laughs> I just put, um, Noel is loving his new job.
0: Yeah. I mean, the
1: expressions on his face are just like, this is the worst. This is the worst.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he gets them out of the room and he locks the door behind them. Cause he can't, he can't with this anymore. <laughs> it's been a day and he can't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we can already see where the, you know, where he's feeling, how he's feeling about his new role. But we're going to go over to the hospital where Ben's going to meet Lauren for the first time. Yes. When we
1: find out that Lauren, that, um, Ben's dad was her AA sponsor. Uh And, you know, she obviously has a connection with him because of that. And here I'm like, oh, well, Ben's, (laughs) Ben's off the hook because she says, you know, they, he's not doing well. um, And they've taken him off the transplant list, which again, I don't think he could have been on in the first place, but all right. They taken him off the transplant list because they say he won't survive the surgery which means he can't ask Ben for part of his liver. Um mm-hmm. so I was like all right we're going a different way here.
0: Mhm. Yeah, um he's going to be in and he's he's getting an mri done he'll be out for about an hour but ben's like yeah let me just check my watch here um i gotta go (laughs) i'm supposed to be leaving on this trip with felicity lauren's like maybe can you wait because this is kind of important
1: yeah she is playing the role of um like yes she cares about Ben's dad but also she's trying to convince him to stay just on like a human level she's Mm -hmm. saying you know you don't understand how serious it is and maybe you want to stick around because he's got something to say to you you might want to say goodbye and get some closure like she she's pretty blunt at the end she's like you are not getting this he is dying
0: I think that was necessary because up until she said the words, like you might want to say goodbye, Mm. he's dying. Um, It was kind of like, who are you to let to tell Ben that his dad wants to say something to him? Like it's Ben, it's Ben's decision. If he, if the last time was the last time, or if he wants to let this thing in at the point when she escalates it. And she's like, no, like, that that felt like okay then there is a reason for you to be doing this yeah
1: so he he kind of takes that in
0: yeah yeah he's doing a lot of taking in at this point still he's really not sure which direction things are going um this was, I think, an interesting episode for Ben in terms of just, like, seeing how things have changed so much for his character. Just just in the little moments. They did a lot of showing not telling for me in in his character with this one, and it's going to come up in some later scenes. Um, Particularly his interactions with the doctor. Mm. Um, But first, we're going to go over to Noel. (laughs) He's in his office. He's on the phone. He's trying to get, he I guess it's with the housing department, and he's trying to get placement for these freshman girls.
1: Yeah. And he does not care. He's like, just put them wherever you want. As yeah. long as they're not here in my office asking about housing from the guidance counselor instead of the housing office. Right. <laughs>
0: Doesn't it feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is coming to him with non-guidance counselor questions, except for Ben when he... Well, no, even Ben. And drop forms. Everybody. Everybody is coming to Noel with non-guidance counselor questions.
1: Except for the one guy who wants a job and comes to him for a guidance counselor question, which Noel lies about and does not answer.
0: That's true. Javier is going to interrupt this phone call by entering with a plant. Javier is something I don't know if this was written into Ian Govan as his contract here in the season like must always be carrying (laughs) plants
1: it is the second time this time it is not a succulent but I guess he's brought an office warming present um weirdly we find out Javier is still in school yeah Mm -hmm. why and and why is he taking I didn't get the full name of it, but like an LGBT class. Like he's got an issue with his professor.
0: Yeah, he called it gay lesbian studies.
1: And I'm I'm just like, all right, you're still in school. You gotta you graduated. Um, all right. Wait. And he didn't graduate. I thought he graduated so he could show his mom the graduation certificate
0: no he he enrolled so that he could show his mom his first report card even though
1: ah so he has just he didn't graduate in a a year
0: yeah
1: oh I thought maybe he had like he had uh like he just didn't finish school
0: no no he's he's in school um we just haven't been seeing much of it we will see him in a class later on in the season um your mileage yeah. may vary on how much you like that stuff that they give him to do but um
1: i mean i think it's a little weird I, I feel like javier being in school is weird for this show it just it this is not his milieu he should be at dean and Deluca and at parties um mm-hmm and with Samuel well I'm gonna rock your world
0: here for a second and this is a minor spoiler he's gonna have a class with Megan
1: oh god like a fashion class maybe
0: I won't say what but he's gonna have a class with Megan and it'll be a vehicle I guess to get those two characters to have more scenes together but so the fact that he's still in school I do I guess they do need to sort of remind us of that because it's a minute I had
1: no idea um I was like this is weird
0: yeah um
1: so he's gonna bring up some some things he'd like changed he's just kind of got a a laundry
0: list for Noel nothing in particular but sort of everything you know it's it's the this professor having the bad accent Noel can you do something about that um Mm -hmm. hey also I would really like for the administration to change out the toilet paper so that we're we've got the rolls not the squares
1: yeah now I have a big problem with this plot point here now do we remember back when Felicity right did they switch after that so that there would be no more TPing is that what happened now, that's
0: an interesting Is this move. this Noel's fault? Was that Richard's executive choice <laughs> as president? president? Did he did he yeah. make it happen? He's like, no more TPing on my watch. I'm changing it all to square. Can you imagine trying to TP a building with squares of toilet paper?
1: <laughs> no, it wouldn't work. Wouldn't happen. Yeah. Also, those squares are horrible. I hate them.
0: Yeah. So, so I been. fully...
1: Yeah, fully agree with Javier on this. However, this may be Noel's fault. So maybe he should um, rectify <laughs> it. Maybe we should take it a little more seriously. Some accountability. It's there's here, all Noel. kinds
0: of threats they're pulling here. We just, yeah. if you just give it a little thought, but you know what doesn't quite work? <laughs> Noel then says, Hey, Javier, here's the deal. Here's, here's my thought process right now, as you come in here telling me all this nonsense. Uh, he's like, the guy before me, Mr. Norman, he did this job for 14 years. For some of that time, he overlapped with being the guy in the middle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now he's the chancellor.
0: This is that moment that the show asks us. We were so excited about Mr. Norman because he's been moving up the ladder or moving, la- making lateral moves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But now they're asking—they're asking us to ignore this fact that this wonderful character has already shown up as another character, or his actor has shown up as another character earlier in the show. Um,
1: Maybe that was him, like interviewing for another position. You know, because he really hated this job. So okay. four years ago, he went to the mailroom, and that was his—you know—on the job uh test and since he wouldn't give felicity the uh you know the box for that reason he was then sent back to guidance counselor um purgatory
0: okay all right well there's that yeah okay so anyway noel's like he did it for 14 years how the heck did he survive that this is mind-numbing i must (laughs) get out he's been in this job for about a
1: day I think he said a week okay fine but still
0: a week okay yeah that's he's he's done
1: he is already dying
0: yeah he's like this job was supposed to be a stepping stone he actually never had a plan for this job
1: Nope. but well this is what no this is what Mr Norman you know sold him on he was like look you get to see all the jobs before everybody else gets to see the jobs
0: yeah so So, yeah yeah he's he's now realizing like you know what these people who are coming to my office with problems they're just gonna have to wait I need to take care of me
1: that's right I'm gonna get all of the jobs and the interviews and help no one and this you know Javier's like fine I will deal with the stupid toilet paper but i'm taking back my plant
0: yeah he's taking his plant because again we need to see javier carrying a plant as much as possible here in Mm -hmm. season four so he's going to bring it into the room he's going to leave with it he's going to come back with it later Mm -hmm. um that's how it works well fish let's go to the art critique shall we
1: i mean we're going to be cutting from scenes right left and center here so let's do it
0: yeah um this really doesn't work out for Felicity, does it? So not so much. She's standing next to Cavallo. We we kind of cut in on a picture of one of the draw- one of the sketches, and then, but not the one that we're going to be looking at. And then Felicity introduces the exercise. This is the spoon exercise. I remember when I did it, and I thought, what a spoon? We're drawing a spoon, but it's a great way to work with light. And then Mm -hmm. she goes over to a particular piece that's actually really just an image of somebody's reflection in a spoon. So it's less about the spoon and more about the Mm self-portrait.
1: And Felicity enjoys it. You know, she likes how experimental this, uh, this artist is being, and she, she just, she likes it when people take chances. It's, it's something that she, you know, wants to encourage and Cavallo, not so much.
0: Yeah. And by the way, this the uh, the student whose sketch we're going to be looking at here is the one and only Joy Lenz, who had a, uh, a starring role in One Tree Hill for the entire run of that show.
1: Oh, I thought she looked really familiar. I was like, who is this person? She looks yeah. so familiar.
0: Yeah. They called her Gretchen in this episode. And I don't know. We've gotten another Gretchen on this show and one of uh, Felicity and Megan's advisees. Um,
1: yes. So, I don't
0: know. They kind of given her another name, but they forgot. Look, these are new, you know.
1: They did because I actually tried to look her up on IMDb. I was like, who is Gretchen? and they gave me some other actress and i was like that's not the person i saw she looks way too familiar they've had
0: two gretchen's i think they probably could have picked a different name for this but um this is a different gretchen okay gretchen number one was putting blush on her nipples gretchen number two was doing self-portraits instead of screen pictures that's May also
1: be doing something else. Um, yeah. So Cavallo's just gonna kind of pipe in there and say, Yeah, that wasn't the assignment.
0: Mm-hmm. She's like, but it's expressionistic. He's like, still wasn't the assignment. And then Yeah, let's move on. Just takes over. Yeah. Ugh. He just he just steps right in front of her and swoop. That's the mm-hmm. end of Felicity's leading of the art critique. <laughs>
1: cut scene elena hmm. and richard richard again holding a tree we love those moments when richard's holding. he's not what dancing what about this holding. episode
0: did they have were they sponsored by like a botany association <laughs> or yeah, like a, what is a
1: greenhouse
0: yeah yeah um was it when's arbor day it's not november is it
1: i don't know I'm going to admit, um, I do not know when Arbor Day is.
0: Tish, why are you on this podcast if you don't know when Arbor Day is? It's true. I'm useless. Um,
1: I'm absolutely useless.
0: Like, there's absolutely no other contribution I wanted. Let's see. Arbor Day. April? Nope.
1: No. Not, not relevant.
0: Okay. Fish, but we you can do get... <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you it's either me or google um yeah, so we got richard moving a plant now this seems to be elena's plant yeah. and it turns out and i don't understand how elena is not more upset with this, this is all but awesome. it seems to me and may- maybe i misinterpret this that richard and tammy and gabby are moving her to a new room
0: yeah they like touching all, of
1: her stuff. all of her stuff and moving her to a new room yeah Elena is very upset justifiably with- so well, no but she's very upset about her missing jacket but yeah. the fact that they have touched all of her stuff and moved her to a new room does not seem to be the thing she is upset about that is the thing i would be upset about yeah
0: yeah so uh the good news for us is that we had finally sorted out what the sort of rooming situation was here and we had eventually figured out that the the room with two beds those two beds were occupied by elena and megan Yes.
1: So I guess and would, Megan has moved in with Sean since they're married.
0: That's very likely. So this is probably why Noel had the bright idea that there was space in the apartment. But the only you know, Tammy obviously no, 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 wanted no, here, to.
1: But Noel, I don't think knew what was happening. He was like, just put them anywhere. Right? I don't even think he knew. So even though Richard gives him credit, I I just think he said to the housing office, just figure it out and this is what they figured out
0: yeah it is a bit of a mystery how the housing office knew that there was space here because i doubt megan put any effort into informing the housing office that she was moving in with sean
1: no and if she even had filled something out she would have just put it in a drawer somewhere and forgotten about it
0: because it's not like she's trying to well maybe she is trying to save money that's I don't know. fair. I guess you That's can make fair. an argument about how this whole plotline could have worked. We just didn't see it, folks. So this is also the person who like forgot to mail Felicity's ad drop form and her subscription to Wicked Monthly at one point. So, correct. Um, you know uh, who's to say what happened here? But what we do know was that Elena was in a double room by herself. Tammy and Gabby wanted to stay together, so they just. Took it upon themselves. Elena doesn't even know she has roommates coming in. No. And they, these strangers, these people she's never met before, move every single one of her things into a new space in the same apartment. It's like, what is going on? Yeah,
1: yeah. so I guess she's in Molly's
0: old room. That makes sense.
1: hmm Because they need space for two people. So okay, so we've we've changed out. I will say I'm enjoying Richard's new haircut. He's got a buzz cut and uh, he's he is gonna make he's gonna make it work for him. He's gonna you know get in good with the new roommates even though they are not. in fact, his roommates he does not live there,
0: mm-hmm. but he
1: is going to be there all the time. Yeah. Great for us.
0: Not yeah. so much for
1: everyone else.
0: Yeah. He's feeling really excited. This seems to be an opportunity for him of some sort. Yeah. Now and cut new scene. <laughs> now we're gonna go to the art studio office. Yeah,
1: I it's guess all Cavallo's one... office. Slash. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Felicity approaches Cavallo and she's she's feeling the sting. <laughs> of having been overtaken in the um in the critique that she was trying to lead and she says yeah so I know that you didn't choose me I know that I was chosen by a bullfighter Mm -hmm. who was a klepto yes um who got kicked out of that job and now and is possibly in jail jail. um and that you just inherited me so you know like but i want to be i want to be good at this i want to i want to contribute like what what can i do do you have any advice like i
1: just any advice his advice is i'm late gotta go yeah but tell you what take you to lunch tomorrow you and me we'll talk now you had given me a heads up that this was going to get potentially mcgrathy and so i'm like okay like i see what they're doing here But for the record, I went to lunch with male professors all the time. Like it's lunch.
0: Yeah.
1: And like I go and talk to them about their class and you know, they'd give me career advice and some of them became my mentors, and it never got creepy.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, they
1: yeah. So for the record, like this isn't necessarily a creepy move
0: yeah i think there's a lot i think this i actually think that this guy is a perfect example of real world um gray area because he does so many things that feel off hmm. but he also
1: feels feel just enough part...
0: not off not to say something
1: yeah. I feel like this part, like he doesn't do anything that feels off until the actual lunch to me.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And then once they start with him, you're just, you. it just keeps leaving a bad taste in my mouth. And I've absolutely had real world people who, who make me feel like this or who have made other people feel like this. This is the type of stuff that happens where they're just, just underneath the level of like, this you like what a creep <laughs> but they're they're like at that level of oh um and and it just compounds so much that you're like no he's just habitually like this and I <laughs> like steer all the way clear um I I do I do think it was interesting to portray it the show didn't really <laughs> show did make a comment about it in how I mean, they showed it.
1: Yeah. I, both Elena and Felicity have things to say. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know what happens after this, but I mean, there Felicity clearly has something in mind when she sees him leave with Gretchen.
0: Yeah. Well, Okay so we just told you the whole plot we'll get to it slowly slowly but surely. So Elena let's let's go over to Elena. Elena's putting her commentary on this. Um, she's like oh lunch he's putting the moves on you. Um, yeah. now Elena is going to be particularly sensitive to mm-hmm. this information about this professor because because of McGrath because of her yes. experience with McGrath. Um she is like sure that Cavallo is putting the moves on Felicity. Felicity's not so sure about that. She's like, I, I think that's what this is. is um, not buying it.
1: Nope. But she does have on a fantastic shirt that I love. It's got sort of this white, um, opaque material in front of like a colorful, scene of Paris with like the Eiffel Tower on one side I really enjoyed that um so I mean Elena is being harsh she's like getting to the point but then again she really has to pee she doesn't have time for subtlety in this moment Mm -hmm. she has to bang on the door multiple times she is hating life with these new roommates because she can't get in the bathroom
0: Either Tammy or Gabby is currently in the bathroom and obviously has been there for a while. She's primping. She's getting ready. She's doing whatever she's doing. She'll be ready. She'll be out in a minute, is what she keeps saying. But Elena's going to explode.
1: Yes. She's going to pee in a plant pot. Or as she later thinks better of it, she's just going to go next door.
0: Yeah. But while she's waiting for this bathroom, she is having this whole conversation about Cavallo and she's like, no, seriously, this is just like McGrath. Don't put your, don't let yourself get to a place where you're put in a bad position with this guy. Um. So, and then Elaine, before, before she leaves Elena also drops the information cause she's so annoyed with Tammy and Gabby. She informs us that the twins, whoever, these people, the girls, the ladies, the freshmen, they lost my suede jacket.
1: Can't believe it i mean somewhere in the move they have lost her suede jacket and they keep saying they can't find it and she's she's going out of her mind
0: they gave elena a lot of work in this scene you know because she has to be really annoyed with her new roommates she has to be giving felicity advice that calls back to her one of her biggest previous storylines and we need the suede jacket bit to be introduced
1: just a pee,
0: yeah. So that's a lot, it's a lot, but now we go to people who aren't bouncing around, they're sitting in chairs, hospital chairs. It's Lauren and Ben. They are,
1: I mean, I think they gave a lot to both Lauren and Ben in this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben's Ben is interested in why Lauren is there. He's oh, like, yeah. Hold up, you flew all the way from California just to support him and he was your sponsor yeah I mean he he does not quite understand the whole sponsor sponsee relationship and she does say former sponsor Hmm. um really again just gonna put a little note on things that are not quite, um, maybe accurate. We hear later that Ben's dad has been sober for 67 days and that's the longest he has ever been sober. Now, first of all, you have to have been sober for a year to be a sponsor. And second of all, men cannot sponsor women and women cannot sponsor men. So lots of issues here. Okay. But all right. Um, And Ben's going to be like, you sure you're not dating? You sure? You sure that's not a thing that's going on? She's like, no, no, I'm just here to be helpful because I care about him. Um, No, sorry. I care. He's been helpful to me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, To which Ben scoffs.
0: Ha. Yeah. I've never seen. This is just like doesn't even this that everything about this person doesn't compute for him really because because his dad has just flat out never been there for him like never he's left him sitting in a lot of chairs if you will um yeah
1: here's another one here's another
0: one and so the fact that lauren is painting this picture of a guy who's been so helpful to her it's like what are we talking about
1: yeah, again, for someone who's only been sober 67 days at a time ever, I don't know how he's managed to be that helpful to her. But uh, let's say this this was real and and he was a good sponsor. Um, the thing is, what I like about Lauren's character and the way that, that this actress plays it is she knows... Like she's another alcoholic, right? Mm -hmm. So when Ben says stuff like I've never seen him be helpful, that hits home with Lauren. Mm -hmm. So the smile that we get kind of after Ben says that is this, you know, Lauren has this smile on her face that's just really full of pain. Mm -hmm. I think because people in her life feel this way about her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think she does a very good job of sort of subtly or even without words just showing the effect that uh, Ben's words or the words of someone about another alcoholic have on someone who does have a relationship like sponsor sponsee or, you know, people in the same groups do with each other um this is all very personal to her mm-hmm. and i think it makes sense for the rest of the episode why she is so upset and um is just really standing up for what ben's dad has stated he wants mm-hmm.
0: okay well as they're having this conversation ben's dad is wheeled past them on a stretcher he
1: is not looking great
0: he's not looking great he gives a little wave to ben and ben goes in to talk to him um so my sense i does the dad says that he didn't know ben was coming is that right
1: i don't think so because he has something I mean, maybe he didn't know he was coming right then. Okay. But he had asked for him to come. My
0: sense was that Lauren had taken it upon herself to, to like, make this thing happen where she, she called him. But I don't I know. don't
1: think so, especially with the what he's going to ask Ben later. Okay. Um, in okay, so scene. whatever that
0: line was that I read that way was something else. But um, it, I
1: mean, it may just be he didn't know he was there then. Yeah. Um, but they're gonna go into the hospital room together and Lauren is gonna stay outside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Ben's dad is going to be uh there's the doctor's gonna be there, and Ben's dad is gonna be very specific about what he wants. He does not want to take anything for the pain, he wants to do this sober he's been sober for 67 days
0: yeah yeah and then he gets some time alone with ben and um you know and this is this is a super tricky spot for ben to be in because his dad starts with chit chat i know and 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 ben is not interested in chit chat um on any level he wasn't interested in chit chat before, and he's also not interested in it, given the fact that they're in a hospital and he's been told that his dad's probably going to die. Right, so like, this is not the time. Like, plus the chit chat that, that his dad wants to have is like, you didn't return my calls. Ben's like, screw right.
1: you. Exactly. And I of mean she wrote in on.
0: I mean, um, yeah.
1: But <laughs> it's like his Ben. Ben's dad just can't help being an Ben's ass, dad. right? Yeah. He he's like, Oh, you look good, but anything looks good compared to me. And then, um, you know, he talks about, you know, what happens when your, your liver fails is you get this, um, this excess of fluid in your stomach. And I've, I've seen people who have this and it gets drained every so often. I mean, it literally looks like the guy's pregnant and Mm -hmm. it's just, it, it's kind of disturbing to see, but he's um, he's talking about them draining off fluid. I mean, he is in bad, bad shape. I don't even know if a transplant at this point would work. Um, But, you know, when Ben is like, yeah, so the, the thing that Ben's dad kind of hones in on, he says, how's school? I hear you're in pre-med i think that's the important part he's like i tried calling you didn't return any of my calls ben's like nah, nah, nah. you had something to tell me what is it
0: like what do you want Yeah, <laughs> basically like, like i am not am having fun conversations with you just get into the details shall we um his dad basically says i'd like you to have power of attorney
1: yeah. And he says, you know, the talk because my liver's not going to be uh, able to take the toxins out of my body, it's going to f- affect my brain and I'm not going to be able to make decisions on my own. And so what he's actually asking for is a medical power of attorney and he wants Ben to make decisions about his medical care, including his end of life care. Mm -hmm. and the things that he wants are no pain meds not in any way being on life support and he wants a dnr or do not resuscitate um now this to me i mean i know ben's dad has put a lot on him but i mean asking your child To make make sure that you are in pain and die is, it's a whole other level.
0: And you don't have the luxury of knowing this in your watch right now, but we will eventually meet Ben's mom.
1: Hmm.
0: She exists. She could be asked to help
1: i mean i don't know their relationship i assume because he said the pre-med thing that he's thinking okay one he understands what's going on here and two if anyone is going to be able to watch me be in pain and like die it's this guy but that is a whole lot to put on any person i mean ben still clearly is a human and has human feelings, and beyond that, still seems to have, I mean, he hasn't let everything with his dad go.
0: The very last time Ben's dad came to town, he tried to make out with Ben's girlfriend.
1: It's true, but at the same time, the guy's dying, and Ben clearly has unresolved feelings about his father, I think including caring about him as we see um i mean (laughs) scott speedman i think does an incredible job in in this episode um you know it's complicated with parents and i think he's still there is still like some level of love and fear and you know he had wanted his dad's um approval like all of that is still there for him and now his dad is sitting there saying like I want you to take over and make decisions and like make sure that I die
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's so much it is yeah. so much to put on anyone but sometimes you have to but to put it on your kid
0: yeah um Ben initially is obviously very reluctant, but then he also, in that conversation, reluctantly agrees to do it.
1: Yeah. Um, He says yes, but this small head shake that he has at the end, I just feel like he's in some ways just really pissed, and that's taking over a lot of his other emotions. He's mm -hmm. like, how could he ask me to do this Huge like what the last thing he's gonna do is put more on me and I'm gonna have to live with this for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so I think well, he's mad at this point.
0: I think so too. And I think we'll see. Um, so we'll then cut to Ben and Felicity in bed with a very quiet, whispery conversation, very heavy one. Ben's like, you know, if he wants to kill himself, why should I stop him?
1: He's been trying to do it for years. Um mm-hmm. But these are ethical questions, right? I mean, these are really tough, deep, ethical questions. And yeah, he's kind of, he's, he's he's using anger, I think, to to keep him away from some of the other emotions that he could be feeling. And Felicity isn't going to let him do that. She's not going to let him sit in that. She's going to play the other side
0: of it. I will say, like, I kind of, I believe that Felicity would say the things she's saying in this conversation, but I kind of wish they gave her something else to say (laughs) because it reads like she never learns. But I do think that you could take the same thing she's trying to say as just like more of the ethical conversation. I would prefer that. I think that would be more interesting. I think it would be interesting if he said, why should I stop him from killing himself? And then her be like, could you live with that? You know, like versus, well, cause he's sober. And because you can get one, don't you want to give him another chance? And cause maybe he's changed. <laughs> like, well, Didn't we just do this the last like two times you went around the, like did a lap around the course with Ben's dad um like I I really need her to get how complex this is and not just be saying maybe he's changed that's kind of irrelevant Um, I mean
1: I I maybe read too much into this um but because of the severity of what is going on what I read into her questions uh was more she didn't want to say um Maybe because he's dying. So instead she said things like he's sober, you know. But and then the Ben naturally
0: was, says, but don't you remember last time he came?
1: Right. But my my thought was she's saying, He's made this, you know, these choices, and he's, you know, come to New York and now he's in this situation, but he's he's sober you know he he's having these real conversations with you and and I fully get Ben saying look I don't want to clean up his mess because that that kind of is what he's being asked to do on a really heavy large scale Mm -hmm. and the idea of maybe he's changed I mean again I I'm just reading it as maybe he's changed because this is like the end of his life. This is, or like.
0: I, because of the, because of the journey we've had with with her response about responses about Ben's dad in the past, I needed to hear her say more of that. Like, while you were willing to put that on her, I am not, I am looking at her as she says the same freaking thing. Every single time this guy comes to town or calls, maybe he's, maybe this time is different. Maybe he's changed. For me, this was a complete, like she is stunted in her growth and her ability to understand how complex the situation is. But I do think the level that you're wanting to see this at is a nice level to look at this at. And I needed the writers to put some of that in here. Like it is a delicate conversation, but he's there. He's having conversations about his dad dying. You know, like this is, this is his world right now. So I think, you know, i think that she could say things that go a little further down the ethical question road like um you know if he says why should i stop him from killing himself or you know like she could say like are you going to be able to live with that you know like stuff Mm -hmm. that she can still watch her language and be careful and be uncomfortable saying things if she wants to but um i think i if they want us to go there i need I need her to say a little bit more than the thing that same exact drum she's beaten, like had to beat every single time his dad has come to town.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, I guess I was so in it from his perspective that I think I'm I'm reading it as the effect her words might have on him. But I think I think you're right given that she doesn't say anything else it's probably where she's coming from but for me i i think he is probably taking in some of this as you know i do have to you know i i do have to make some decisions now and he's pissed about it but i i think it gets in as he continues through the episode i mean through the yeah, episode, says, maybe,
0: but not in a scene. Because no. I think there's a difference between, I think there's a really stark difference between how how we see Ben gathering information from when Lauren talked to him and how he does it here. Because Lauren is like, you know, he wants to talk with you. He's like, Ben's like, stop it. Psst. Quiet. Quiet you. <laughs> and then she says, you might need to say goodbye here. Mm -hmm. He's dying. And that is what gets Ben with his thinking face on. Felicity ends this conversation. She says, maybe he's changed. And Ben's like, nope, can't give him any more chances. Don't tell anybody about this. I still want to go on the trip.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do think that where he is right now is he switched to anger, which is muting some of his other thoughts. And with her kind of pushing at it, I think he gets even more, I would say, defensive of himself, not in a, I did something wrong kind of way, but in a, you know, no, this guy doesn't get any more chances. Like, I don't want to clean up his mess. Like, this is just so It reminds much.
0: him of the limits he set, you know, it's like, well, but this situation is different empirically this situation is different yeah. so maybe your your limits need to be re- re-explored for this situation um and I
1: don't even know if he's thinking about his limits for me this is purely a like he is back as a kid right mm-hmm. I mean this is what he's, he's not talking about oh you know I said I don't want you coming out here I don't want like to have anything to do with you what he's saying is this reminds me of all the times over the years he's been like drinking himself to death and i've had to clean up his messes
0: do you hear that thunder that was a very loud crash of thunder that had dramatic effect on the thing fish was saying (laughs) congratulations fish
1: yeah you have ambient noise
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: apologies to any of you who don't like thunderstorms i love them but uh we are having some massive thunderstorm here so you may hear some more of that in the background and that is with noise canceling um windows so Ah. yeah that uh if i open the windows which i did a minute ago that is a very loud noise um so for me he's back in it he's like i've had to clean up his mess all these years and he also he's uh like, with the limit part i agree on the like no more chances but the don't tell anyone to me says like i don't want to have any more discussions with anyone else about it i don't want to think about it and then he's talking about the trip that's denial
0: yeah
1: like he's just like i don't denial. Want this <laughs> crash <laughs> he's Letting like we're getting out of town crashes. anyway anyway um yeah so felicity you know she's gonna she's gonna agree she's like i thought we weren't going i was i'm gonna work with cavallo but you know what if you want to go let's go
0: yeah he's like let's just go when you're done i'm serious about this yeah we need to leave yeah for real so we're gonna go over to noel's office where javier has come back with the plant again (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's like hmm
0: it's like a drinking game for this episode which is ironic because it's like a drink every time there somebody is holding a plant
1: yeah at this point you'd be four shots in um yeah
0: it's a lot yeah it's a lot so um Javi Harris like all right look I know you're going through a whole change of life <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Noles says you know what actually it's fine now I got four interviews we're all good mm-hmm
1: in one i mean we find out later it's in one
0: day it's maybe in one no day. We'll
1: don't set up for interviews in one day
0: yeah he's like guess what <laughs> guess what Javier we're going to do an interview montage i have so many interviews uh-huh. it's going to be amazing <laughs> um javier says okay here's the deal Felicity's birthday is is happening and i want to give her a photo album i thought it would be a great idea except i've got no photos
1: yeah zero do photos do you
0: yeah. I love how he says can I borrow yours because <laughs> this is not a this is this is a paper photos time. Yeah. Okay. So if you borrow somebody's photos, you take in their photos and you're gifting them to somebody else. They're negative. I mean unless
1: yeah, unless he has the negatives and he's going to develop more, which let's admit, no might. That's um right still he might have duplicates
0: of every single felicity photo he's ever had let's be honest
1: well he probably got duplicates because when when you used to take your photos in you got duplicate i mean you could check that off um Mm -hmm. so you could give one to somebody else
0: guys that's how it worked right
1: am i right that's how photos used to be So. You know, Javier puts the plant down this time because he's decided he's going to ask for this favor and Ben is going to, Ben, Noel is going to accept it, uh, that he has to give these photos to Javier. So he may have the plant.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and a student some guy comes in to interrupt, yeah. and this student was really giving me the same energy as the guy who took the internship, the volunteer position. At yes, the, yeah. I, I yeah. actually had to look it up to make sure it wasn't the same guy, and it's not. Um,
1: <laughs> no, this guy is taller and thinner and has much less hair, but you're well, right. the hair same changed, energy, right?
0: Yeah, it was the same yeah. energy, though. It was the same, like this is a bagel energy, yeah. Um, yes. And we remember how that last storyline ended with Javier giving that guy a job. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's how this one's going to go too. pretty much. This this kid comes in. He's like, can I get the job listings? And I was like, Nope, sorry. Can't do it. Not in yet. No, that I didn't. I haven't (laughs) used those to book interviews.
1: Definitely doesn't want any competition in those, uh, those interviews. I don't think this guy would be competition, wouldn't but, be
0: competition, yeah. um, he's like, do, do you know when they'll come in? Noel's like, Nope, sorry. He's like, you're not a good guidance counselor.
1: Noel's like, yep,
0: correct. <laughs> so Javier just almost sight unseen. <laughs> yeah. He gives him a job at Dean and DeLuca. He's like, but but when he says it, he's like come to dean and he's like i don't drink coffee he's like no 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 you see <laughs> young one i am giving you a job
1: man if only my interviews could go like this i mean yeah. i completely mess them up have no idea what i'm talking about misunderstand the difference between work and drinking coffee and still get the job
0: yeah and insult uh, An and administrative personnel at the at a university in your presence. I mean, come on.
1: And also the guy who runs the coffee shop.
0: Yeah, also coffee. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Your yeah. future boss.
0: Oh my! Well, we're here go I to lunch.
1: Yes, and I'd like to know. Did Did you notice anything about the music during this scene?
0: Not in this scene.
1: Okay, so for me. There was like very romantic music playing.
0: Um, That's probably that, that, that checks out.
1: Okay. And
0: it was supposed to be, you know, like a classy lunch.
1: But it was specifically romantic.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that, that makes sense for, I think what they were trying to accomplish, accomplish in this episode. Um, Felicity and Cavallo are sitting down and we jump into the middle of their conversation where it's not about work yet. And Felicity's obviously uncomfortable with it. I think Elena's words are resonating for her. And um well, I didn't
1: pick up on that at, in this moment where she's saying, like, I don't consider myself an artist. I I, I, I think pick this whole
0: thing, I think Felicity is very uncomfortable anytime Caballo makes it about anything but work. In fact, she opens with, I don't, cons- well, I don't consider myself an artist. And she's being all like shruggy and uncomfortable and sort of sinking into herself. And then she quickly changes the subject. She's like, I'm worried about the class. I don't <laughs>
1: know. I kind of. <laughs> Feel like that's who she is, you know. When she's talking to, this is how she was during the interview. This is, she's kind of lost her confidence. Um, I didn't feel like she got uncomfortable until later.
0: Yeah, I think you know, Cavallo, she, I, felt I think discomfort is discomfort the whole time.
1: Yeah, to me, and maybe it's just because I had so many lunches with professors, and we didn't talk about class most of the time. We talked about future jobs or philosophy or like whatever it was. We just were chatting as humans. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were also giving me advice. And I think this is part of what Cavallo was doing here, where she's like, I don't consider myself an artist. And he is kind of reassuring herself, uh, reassuring her. He's saying, look, it takes time. It takes work. Um, You're going to get experience when I'm out of the office for next week you're going to be running uh all of these critiques
0: and now it gets real weird because he's like mm-hmm. i'm going to be out at the office next week because i'm going to be working a rodan exhibit She's like "Oh, i love rodan and he yeah you know they, this, they, they, this is the red line <laughs> yeah i i i think that uh so he he reaches across the table takes uh, takes her hand and he says yes his work with the human figure was perfect
1: he he doesn't just take her he takes her hand he turns it palm up and he starts running his finger like along the lines of her palm as he's saying you know he gets the the human figure just right and so to me red line don't don't touch your students. Just just don't do that. No. And Second, don't don't run your finger. Like if you're going to touch them, like pat them on the shoulder or something like that. But no, in the middle of a restaurant, do not take their hand, turn it palm up, and run your fingers along it.
0: And in addition to those things, there's like a weird grooming thing happening here where he then takes it back from, you know, because she just tried to redirect the conversation to the class, the critiques, how can I be of help? How can I do a good job in being your TA? Like that is why they were sitting down. And then he brings it back to uh just remember that Rodin was rejected three times from, I don't know, I, I couldn't, I don't speak French. Okay, so I don't know what this thing was, that he was rejected three times from, I'm assuming it was some sort of a program he was trying to get into, or some sort of like a school. Um, yeah,
1: I don't, I didn't write down the name of the school, but I'm assuming it's, yeah, some sort of. Um. Yeah, program or um, like apprenticeship or something along those lines. Uh, Yeah. So I felt like that piece of it, if he hadn't touched her hand, that piece of it would have been fine to say, look, you know, you got rejected from my class. He got rejected three times. Great artists aren't necessarily like appreciated and brought in and taught at the best you know universities or schools or by other artists they do it themselves everything about this scene would have been fine to me minus the romantic music and the touching slash stroking of her hand
0: well but because the touching slash stroking of her hand is in there I do think it it makes you question the other things so like when he says you know this guy was rejected three times (laughs) this guy Rodan. Yeah, Uh, you know, the one he did artists, sculpture, things. um, Yeah. He was rejected three times from this program of sorts. Don't let the honors program derail you. It just because it's coupled with this situation where he's physically still holding her hand, it makes it seem a little bit like grooming to me where it's it's like he's like complimenting her and sort of pumping her up and um and like you know don't let even my rejection dissuade you (laughs) as he holds her hand and I think the whole thing could have read a lot differently in different situations but that's not what they were trying to do they were trying to walk this line with him. And I think a lot of times, you know, you have situations where it's like, oh, he kissed me and he shouldn't have. Like, this is more often like, oh, that thing you said was just left to center. You know, (laughs) like, oh, this, you held the hand a little too long. You did this a little too much and you said this. And then just suddenly everything about the interaction feels gross. And you come away and you're like, I need a shower now. Um, and <laughs> well, so, she,
1: when she takes her hand away from his, she's like, pulls it away.
0: Yeah, it's like Literally this guy is okay. too much. Um, yeah. and we're just seeing all the different layers of this. I actually think this is a great job depicting stuff that happens all the time or it's like and then you can't even really report it you know it's like there's nobody to go to except maybe this guy right <laughs> not Rodan Cavallo <laughs> um there's like yeah you can bring it to him but it's not like you can go to the administration and be like you see the thing is he like held my hand with the palm up and then he like <laughs> it's yeah. like that's not quite it yet you know like that's right. not fireable offense level maybe Maybe it is more so now.
1: This is when you start a journal. Yeah. Yeah. You put dates and times and exactly what happened.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe today. I don't know. I don't really trust HR departments very much, but I, uh, sorry if you work in HR listeners. I fully agree. But I, back in the day you, you tell an HR rep something like this. They're like, whatever. Um, Maybe now it's a little different.
1: In my experience, you tell the HR rep something like this,
0: and you get fired.
1: They, yeah, it's like they're they're like, "Ooh, there is an issue here that is an issue for the company or the university." Like
0: you're the one that needs. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that is that is traditionally how stuff like this would work. So I think it was kind of interesting to see this play out. Um, It it it. I'm. And I'm glad that the show did this and gave an opinion on it. Yeah. You know, they didn't just do it. They did it and were like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Correct. And we have Elena there to just underscore.
0: Yeah. Right? Which I'm so glad they had that too. Um, not only do they make you simmer in the grossness of these moments. And they make you simmer in Felicity's discomfort. But then Elena's like, that's wrong.
1: Yep. my <laughs> McCarthy. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, and yeah. that's not
0: a compliment. So no. because we haven't had enough hand stuff yet, Elena yeah, is gonna give Felicity that. gloves for her birthday. Yep. Yeah. And then she's like, I'd like to put in my request for birthday gifts early. I'm asking for a new suede jacket and earplugs because there's such loud music happening. It's like, and
1: they stole her suede jacket.
0: Yeah. And, uh, what I was hearing, they, they, this was, this episode was brought to you by salsa music.
1: Oh, from mine, it was techno. It was like techno party music.
0: This was dun, 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 dun. dun, dun, Mine was like, oh my goodness.
1: Absolute house music the whole time. Like every time when they turn the music on again or yeah.
0: Mm -mm. Sometimes I don't understand why. Like this music was, I can't imagine that there was like rights issues, Uh, but I don't know. Maybe there was.
1: I don't Um, know, but I got the, it wasn't salsa music, but I got the, you know, the Latin music in Atlantic City
0: yeah yeah I mean, they just, they just, what's happening yeah don't know okay so that's i got salsa music more than one time in this episode until I they picked until they had a scene music. with a song that was really like probably they spent their budget on it um
1: oh i didn't have any of those except when noel was singing
0: um and there was a have... song later that i'll reference that was
1: okay perfect. i had none that actually were songs
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I imagine the one that I heard was going to be a right uh, a licensing issue for streaming. Um, we'll get to that. So Felicity is like, okay, okay, uh, good to know. What do we do about Cavallo? Right. And Elena says confront him. She does.
1: That is what she says.
0: Look, I will say in real life, this plays out in a really risky way, but... Yeah. Um, it was gratifying sort of uh i don't know if gratifying is the right word it was interesting to see this conversation play out
1: yeah i mean not only is he a well respected professor he's also her boss so but i and don't know what
0: to the honors program she thought she needed
1: well yeah but she's not going to do that now um so, I mean, I don't know what else you do, though. I mean, I th- I think she handles this as well as she could. Uh, I think she basically... does. I think a
0: lot of times in the real world, we end up, for better or for worse, minimizing the number of situations where we could have any sort of proximity to somebody or be alone yeah. with them. But she Ooh. can't
1: do that with this guy because he's her boss and she has to be in class with him and he can ask her to like come and talk about stuff so she doesn't really have so much control over it I think confront is probably not the best word it it's more just let him know that you know what he's doing Mm -hmm. and hope that that's enough yeah and then if it escalates make sure that you have a record of everything mm-hmm. yeah but we're gonna Well, we're going to get a nice little fair. inter like a nice little comedic uh interlude here because Elena's going to go in and see richard right smack dab in the middle of a massage train with the girls
0: and you know i Gabby. i
1: did predict he'd get a girlfriend maybe he's gonna get two maybe maybe not Um, yeah. By the end of this, maybe not.
0: Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Elena's just had it up to here. She turns off their music. She's like, and you took my jacket, which Tammy and Gabby are going to lie through their teeth. Yep. Just nope. Nope. We didn't take your jacket.
1: Never seen it.
0: Yeah. And then we kind of get the sense that maybe they're thinking about, you know, this feels like a little bit of sloppy writing here. Yeah. We kind of get, the, when when Richard goes, oh, leaves, when Richard goes out of the room, we find out from the girls, they say, they make a comment to each other that maybe, like, they want to have, like, a double date with Richard and Noel.
1: But who gets who? where gets I thought who? that was
0: heading. I
1: mean, uh, I think <laughs> what they said was, like you know noel or felicity knows noel don't and then the other one says T- told you and they laugh
0: mm-hmm. so yeah. it wasn't
1: quite as like i i at no point got any um you didn't
0: get a sense that they wanted to do a double date situation
1: yeah i didn't get a sense that richard was part of
0: this oh okay all right well <laughs> but... there it is all right so maybe there isn't but he's trying there. he's trying well, Ben's going to show up to the apartment. Felicity is packing for the trip. But unfortunately, this is where Ben has to pull the plug. He, uh, apparently, Lauren called. His dad is worse. He can't go away. He has to go to the hospital with Lauren. We
1: knew this was going to happen because if we didn't learn from Boulder, we wouldn't have learned at all. Not Boulder. Vermont's not happening. Yeah. But this is the part that I don't, I really do I get, but I don't like, I get it because of my interpretation of the last scene between the two of them, but, um, I don't like it because Felicity asks, do you want me to go? And Ben says, no, Lauren's meeting me there. I mean, for goodness sakes, take, take Felicity with you. I mean, she's your support system, not Lauren.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah but Felicity is going to soften it as much as possible. She's like, yeah, well, maybe we can, well, we can, we can do the Toronto trip next week. It's fine. It's fine. And, and, and to, to be honest, like it wasn't, it wasn't to me, like, um, she's going to hold them to next week either. It's just no. like, I just want you to not feel bad about canceling this. Yeah. Um, and then the music so she's starts She's still again. being
1: very supportive. Um, I mean, I think necessarily so. Yeah, I mean, I think it's right that she's being very supportive. Um, but this is a continuation of the role she's been playing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, music's going to start again in the background. They're going to hug. And uh, and there's that. So mm-hmm. we are then going to see yeah. Noel doing his interview montage.
1: I wrote that down too.
0: interview montage.
1: Yeah, this is also underscored
0: with Salsa Music.
1: Oh, I did not get Salsa Music.
0: Yeah, um, because because this episode is brought to you by Salsa Music. Um, I guess the main thing here is the tone starts with him being pretty professional and buttoned up and upright and good posture. And he becomes more desperate as yes, the montage I put, goes on.
1: I, it's not the right word. I put disarrayed or maybe I meant disarranged because what you start to see is his tie gets crooked Mm -hmm. and like his body kind of uh, shrinks a bit. He doesn't have the good posture of sitting up like as the interviews go by, he's like more and more disarranged and tired and like everything is not going well. A
0: little askew, if you will. A little askew. I think the turning point for me in the montage from from professional to this is this is taking an ugly turn was I'll work so hard for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely (laughs) that was it. And then it keeps going downhill. He's like, I'll work part time. I'll do anything. Yeah. And then at the end of the guy
0: chancellor's office.
1: Yeah, I just write defeated.
0: Yeah. And then we're going to cut to Noel lying on the office floor singing, (laughs) um, which is, you know, I don't know if it did for you, but it certainly called back for me. Everybody hurts. Oh. His his moment from season one when he finds out, you know, that things aren't working out with Felicity.
1: But he actually had a nice voice here. He, you know, he's singing this song. I don't know the song, but it's got the word lonesome loser in it. Oh. It's like he's singing oh. Lonesome Loser and he's still a loser.
0: Thank <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't recognize the song either, but that's good lyrics that you picked up there. Uh, well, that's where Noel's at right now. And Felicity knocks on the door and interrupts because it's after hours. She's just dropping in to say hi. And he's like, well, I had four job interviews you can use today. That's, uh, that's what he's sad about. Yep
1: and you know felicity is just kind of i guess trying to buck him up a little bit but he's gonna focus in real quick i mean he's sad laying on the floor and he's like wait aren't you supposed to be with the snow uh-huh. and she's like nah, can't do it ben cancelled and and he's starting to get a little more interested he's like wait Wait a minute. Here's something I'm passionate about. So, Felicity, you're not doing anything for your birthday. And we find out it's her 21st birthday. Uh, remember when she was going to go to the hotel and drink martinis or whatever that was? Be fancy?
0: No, wasn't wasn't that for her 20th birthday? She wanted to. It was something fancy she wanted to eat. Ah. I also was like, is it her 21st? But when I I really sat with it, I was like, can I prove that she hasn't already had her 21st? No, I can't.
1: Because, yeah, I definitely had my 21st early in my junior year. Yeah, me too. So I don't know. But um, apparently this is her 21st, maybe her 22nd, but they're just going to claim it's her 21st. And um, he's going to offer to go out and buy her first legal drink
0: yeah it's an injustice that she's not doing anything for her 21st so he wants to take her out she's like no i'm gonna go paint and by the way those interviewers are idiots they are and then noel makes it a point to chase chase her out of his office and be like (laughs) happy birthday
1: yeah he goes from being sad to being energized To giving her this longing look as she walks away yeah. to, again, desperately calling down the hallway after her.
0: Like, hey. No, <laughs> what is happening?
1: Your is life is falling apart.
0: It's not good. So, you know, the things that aren't good. Let's go to the ladies' apartment where Elena is trying to study.
1: Do you have salsa music again? Sure do.
0: Now right. they're like, dancing. I'm a
1: techno. Yep.
0: Yeah. Richard and the and the girls are dancing to salsa music in what is now their room Mm -hmm. and elena has really had it up to here Mm -hmm. and this time she's gonna take it upon herself to leave a voicemail for noel she calls noel at the loft doesn't get him gets his voicemail she starts yelling at noel she can't study get those freshmen out of here she's not into this
1: And then Richard comes out, and he's like, I can't believe it. The girls want Noel.
0: Mm -hmm. Girls, both of them. Both of them want Noel. He gets everyone. The end man always scores. Yep. And he says, you know, he sleeps with Felicity, and then he's going to get Tammy and Gabby, and Elena's eyes go wide.
1: Yeah because at that point you hear
0: beep
1: your message has has been been recorded recorded. and i do i do have to say here he does not say tammy and gabby i i did write this down he says uh he slept with felicity and now he's gonna get those two muffins okay well
0: there you have it muffins all right So uh, I think we all understand the the problem here.
1: Yeah, this is what I I thought. This is what I thought was going to be how Ben found out. I'm not going to lie; they caught they got me here. Did not
0: they got you?
1: Because you've been
0: itching for this storyline to come to a head, Um, yes, and or at least to be revealed and you thought to yourself this is this is it this is the moment mm-hmm. well, and and why because noel lives in the same loft as these other guys uh and also ben because i Schmalt assumed lives.
1: yeah i also assumed that richard would be the one to blow it mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. remembering the title of Oops, the episode noel
0: did it again yeah um so <clears throat> something has to be done here right because Wayne and richard do not want no anybody but Noel to hear this message they don't even want Noel to hear this message but unfortunately Noel lives with these other people and they can't control it so they have to do something which we uh, will get the to day shortly.
1: before cell phones ah, everyone yes. had a group voicemail
0: yeah so okay we're gonna go back to lauren and ben lauren is running late because she got flowers for ben's dad she is a really nice
1: Bouquet of flowers. It's huge,
0: mm-hmm. and she just looks sad. She looks teary. She looks like this is all really getting to her. She makes, you know, he's like, okay, he's he's clocking the fact that she's sad. He's not really feeling the same emotions that she is because she has a much better relationship with Ben's dad than he does. She yep. makes a comment here, and I kind of wish this would be what they explored with them forever. She says, sort of absently, he's just been like a father to me. And then she looks up and he's he looks down. She looks up. She's like, Oh my god, that was so stupid. That was the stupidest thing I could have said. How could I have said such a stupid thing? And he's like, No, I understand. She's like, No, no, I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth more. Right. Okay. Like, (laughs) let me do this.
1: It's like I've got one toe in. Wait a minute,
0: torsionist. Let me shove it in further. Like, no, but see, but really, I want to do this. Okay. (laughs) He talks about you all the time. He tells me stories about you that you don't even remember. It's it's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So awkward. Ben is like, (laughs) at the end, he's finally like, yeah, sure. I kind of remember that. Okay.
0: It is kind of an interesting social experiment because there is that initial moment when somebody says something stupid, and you're like, okay, I'm holding this against you, but I'll just be polite. (laughs) and then she goes so far into it like she doesn't let it go that he eventually yeah she like eventually becomes endearing to him and he kind of smiles a little by the end he's like you know what i don't remember that oh i remember those decorations Mm -hmm. and then he kind of like gives it to her
1: yeah (laughs) and i like i so i don't know what's gonna happen with lauren uh i don't know if somehow her and Ben are going to start dating. But the fact that she said he's been like a father to me gave me the thought that they'd be more like, I don't know, brother and sister. I I mean, that's definitely the, that's actually what that kind of means. But so it's going to be even more creepy, I guess, if somehow they get together, which I really, really hope they don't. Because God knows the last thing that Ben needs is to date an alcoholic who had a male, uh, a male, sorry. why am I blanking on the word, sponsor, yes, uh, who'd only been sober for 67 days. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, it she probably doesn't have her shit together.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I say nothing. So, uh I don't know it's just awkward learns crying she needs comforting but it's Ben's dad it's all just so strange and then Noel who's on the phone sees them from across the street
1: yes it's across the street there's that like street fog from the vents coming up and you know it took me back a little bit to sort of a I will say like a less artistic version of the yeah Molly and James moment but noel's on the phone he's following up on jobs learning that he has not gotten another one so he's already in a bad headspace he's gonna look across the street
0: this This is also brought to you by don't make snap judgments when you're already in a bad mood
1: yeah um Uh, quite a bit quite a bit
0: yeah uh yeah because of the fact that Ben has sworn Felicity to, street, to secrecy about this situation, Noel does not have any information about it. So he sees Lauren hugging Ben and he's assuming the worst. Yeah, but, I And mean, frankly, and... this, you know, this image in his brain probably brings him back to Ben hugging Avery on the street.
1: Yeah. And it, it's... I mean, it's not like they kiss or anything, but they do have a hug, and there's flowers, and I think the thing that kind of cinched it—I like I could see it—is when they walk away next to each other. Ben kind of puts his arm around her in a like we're walking away together kind of way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, but it's not a—I I can see what it looks like, but Noel, don't
0: don't yeah, do it we just don't know. do it again <sighs> but oops no did it again it's gonna happen so let's go to the hospital because they were walking to the hospital so ben and lauren are going to visit his dad who what is what is the word for what his dad is doing i wrote shaking with pain and that is not correct palsy palsy okay yeah. that is the so correct he's,
1: he's in pain and he ha- he's is he does not have control of um of his limbs, of his hands, yeah. and he's kind of shaking. It's uh it's not good in um the doctor is there, and it's sort of this conversation between Ben the Doctor and Lauren.
0: And this is I think th- this is the scene that I just like the way they sort of show but not tell how far Ben has come. And So Ben's dad is breathing fast and the doctor says he's breathing too fast, but he, he specifically says the number of like breaths per minute or whatever, however, this is measured. And Ben instantly knows what the normal number should be yeah, because he did the EMT program and because he knows his stuff now. And so he is able to start having, he's, he becomes a translator for Lauren in a way, and he's having almost a, peer-to-peer conversation with the doctor yep. in this strange like he's he's being respectful but they're able to use a shorthand that mm-hmm. you know then a couple of years ago never would have known but look at this guy now um, but
1: fortunately we as the audience didn't go through the mt training so the doctor still has to explain to us mm-hmm. that uh his heart can't support this so he needs to go on life support he needs to be on a respirator because he needs to be getting more oxygen he can't like he just his body can't keep up with this
0: and then Lauren's like but no Ben's dad doesn't want meds or machines
1: yeah I mean she's she's kind of the person that maybe he should have given the medical power of attorney to Uh um she says he doesn't want that he he doesn't want to be on life support and then the doctor pushes it kind of an extra step and says, you know, there's another issue. He's in a lot of pain. And Lauren says, no, he wants to do it sober.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, she, she is actually being Ben's
0: his, father's
1: advocate here. Yeah.
0: She is sharing what he wanted to, she is representing his voice. Ben mm-hmm is thinking about the medical side of this and he's he's going to give some thought to what the doctor is saying um and he's not probably not going to be thinking about it from the angle that ben's dad would have been so
1: well he's also thinking about it from the angle of his son and a person who while he has been through things he he is not in the place and has not gone through what his father has I mean you know I'll share a little bit more later about my thoughts on where his father is towards the end but like his father was very clear about what his wishes are Mm -hmm. um this is also a warning to people be careful who you give your medical power of attorney to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. make sure that not only they fully understand what you want, but you are ethically in line with each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if you're not it's it's just it, it this is not a good situation. This mm-hmm. is really not a good situation for Ben to be in.
0: Yeah. Well, in other not great situations to be in, um, Correct. Felicity is painting. She's in her studio, in the studio of the office at night. She's in front of a beautiful window and she's painting a woman looking out of a window.
1: Oh, I thought it was her. I thought it was Could like be. herself.
0: Could be. Yeah. Makes a lot of the, sense. The
1: hair looked like the curly, her her length of curly hair um well, I liked go. it I liked, I liked it painting. too yeah. it's
0: definitely not the slam the painting <laughs> she was doing last season yes um, which I Ka- hated. I hated that. <laughs> yeah she wasn't in a good place she's not in a great place here either she's it's not a happy painting um no. but it's different not happy
1: it's recognizable as a building and a person sure which is. I enjoy
0: Cavallo's gonna enter he's gonna you know, she's like, oh, Professor Cabal. she's like, call me, call me Jeremy. Okay. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, this guy. Uh, she's <laughs> awkward. She's been feeling awkward. She's been replaying that lunch in her head a little bit. Um, she's going to come right out and say it. And you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and keep this simple and say my note from an optimist is, wouldn't it be interesting if we all confronted people who were doing sketchy things? Hmm. I have a huge caveat around my own note from an optimist, because I think that (laughs) will probably often work out very badly. But I enjoyed being able to see this play out and being able to make my own thoughts about whether I want to pursue conversations like this in the future (laughs) or not.
1: I think it's an education for all of us. Yeah, you used the correct word, and the word is interesting. Mm -hmm. I think it would be interesting. Now, wouldn't it be lovely if when you actually came out and said these things the person either stopped and wasn't creepy or there were actual consequences regardless of the power dynamic Mm
0: -hmm. that would be awesome right that would be great Yeah. yeah um even how he responds okay so she says okay that bit about okay he's like call me jeremy she's like right, right, right. I just wanted to say, you know, at lunch, I felt a little uncomfortable when you touched me. And he says, which on paper should be a perfect answer and isn't in practice. <laughs> it <laughs> leaves mean, you like a hundred
1: percent gaslighting here, here.
0: Absolutely. He's like, Well, it should have made you uncomfortable if you felt like I... Did he say coming on to you?
1: Making a move on you.
0: Yeah. It should have felt uncomfortable if you felt like I was making a move on you.
1: But But I wasn't. wasn't.
0: I have a girlfriend. But... No, he said he's in a relationship. Says he's
1: in a relationship. But here's the thing. The first sentence, fine. The second sentence not fine. He's like, I'm in a relationship. We, we, again, fine up to this point. Here's where it stops getting fine. Because he should say, I'm in a relationship and I don't date students. Mm-hmm. What he actually says is, I'm in a relationship and I'm not looking for anything, especially from a colleague.
0: See, stroking your ego making you feel great i admire you for bringing it up we'll see it's like well Felicity i feel so stupid now um she's like i
1: feel stupid but then she's like colleague huh yeah like she doesn't not clock that
0: grooming gaslighting yeah. gross um yeah. And then they have to, the show is going to put a fine point on this, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. Gretchen shows up. Self-portrait, spoonless Gretchen.
1: Who I couldn't figure out why she was so, so, so familiar. And then I look her up on IMDb and has done nothing. Wrong Gretchen. Different Gretchen comes in looking gorgeous. Just fresh dewy freshman or sophomore or senior whatever student she's a student yeah comes in she's gonna help him with his show
0: yeah and he's they're gonna go out together she's gonna walk just slightly in front of him as he puts his hand on her lower back to escort her out of the room and felicity clocks it
1: yeah, the look on her face—I just—I put suspicious, but it's
0: unsettling.
1: Uh, I yeah, I feel like she's looking at this like ah, aha, ah, yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: in that order. Those those sounds. Yeah. It's
0: it's um, you know, and the thing is. It's not necessarily because she's reject like this is obviously something that's now in progress. Felicity re- saying like drawing a line with this guy doesn't mean he's not going to do it to other people. It also doesn't mean that if she hadn't done it, he wouldn't have done it to everybody at once. Mm-hmm. You know, like he can put as many hands on as many backs as he wants to because he's mm-hmm. in this position of power. And but she was, she's getting a whole lot of evidence that uh, there's just something a little off about this guy and maybe a lot off. And mm-hmm. she might have just like the fact that she did say something about it might mean she dodges a bullet, but that bullet will definitely hit somebody and it's currently hitting Gretchen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I just feel so gross watching this. like I don't know I don't want to ask listeners to comment and bring up things from their lives but I imagine that listeners everywhere like they see Cavallo and some number of people flash back in their brains you know like which
1: is like exponentially more unsettling for me considering I found him so attractive at first.
0: I know. It's why I tried to mute that a little bit for you in the in the early stages. And this is also why, um, you know what? Honestly, they're not going to pursue this line of thought very much after this episode. Um, we're not going to see like Gretchen and Cavallo have a relationship. We're not going to see a lot of this. Is, it, is he never going to be sketchy again? I'm not going to say that. I don't know for sure. But but this is the episode where they wanted to show this to us. And this mm-hmm. is why I wonder when at Felicity Restoration Project mentioned that season four, they were thinking about doing like a rape storyline or a sexual assault storyline with Felicity herself. I wondered if that's what they were trying to do with him and they reversed course. Because I can't think of, I can't really think of anybody else that we're going to, we're going to have more characters introduced to us this season. I can't think of anybody else who obviously was headed down a weird path. Um, I don't know. From the beginning.
1: I mean, I know? can't tell from what they've given us, but it would be a lot to have it be a professor. Yeah um
0: it would it would maybe they just totally scrapped it and they just they did it early and they went in different directions so I don't really know I don't have the information but he was the one when I heard it I was like oh maybe that was the remnants of that but yeah I mean but the thing is like there there are like even with what they gave us here there are still shades of A storyline we've already seen but I do think they did this in just a different enough way um
1: yeah the fact that she said
0: something yeah maybe that's the only difference yeah you know maybe this would have been exactly the McGrath storyline because even though they tried to show it to us in a way where Elena was interested in McGrath Elena started you know Elena thought that she was initiating things with McGrath. We later find that McGrath might've been manipulating those situations to make her want to initiate them. But I'm not sure that that's so different from what we were, (laughs) what we were on the road to get with Cavallo. I mean, the
1: big difference is that Felicity isn't interested. Yeah. And so therefore what we get to see here is someone standing up for themselves and saying, I see you. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, don't be creepy. Yeah. And, you know, you would like to think that Cavallo now knows that Felicity has his number and has seen some of this stuff and would be more careful, and he probably won't.
1: I mean, if he thinks he can't be touched. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, Maybe he's really good friends with Dean Allison, too. Oh,
0: for the love of God, Dean Allison. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know how much
0: we love Dean Allison. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna go to the loft. We need to. We need to wash this taste out of our mouths with something funnier. So we're gonna go to the loft. Elena and Richard are trying to execute the biggest heist ever. They're going to try to delete the message off of the machine in the loft. So Sean's gonna open the door, wearing a card vest.
1: Yes, if anyone wanted to know what a card vest looked like, it is a bunch of playing cards stapled together with the, uh, were they queens? With with the face, their face cards facing out.
0: It looks like easily the most impractical, impossible thing to wear of all time. Yeah, it seems
1: very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, Uh, there's a wardrobe malfunction waiting to happen. But uh, Richard, they have to figure out how to occupy the people who live in the in the loft so that they can delete the voicemails. So Richard is going to be the distraction. He's like, hey, Sean, want to hear a secret? Got a great (laughs) secret. Megan, you should hear it, too. It's the best secret ever. Oh, it's juicy. He's really stringing them along. Megan jumps in with you're coming out. <laughs>
1: he's like, no, still not gay. Yeah. um but yeah. he's got them. He's got them facing him, while yeah. Elena's sneaking over, sneaking over to the the voicemail machine.
0: Sure is, and she is going to delete all of the messages. Everything. That's one of them.
1: all you could. I mean, if you didn't listen to them out loud, that's all you could do. So. Mm-hmm all you hear is messages erased
0: yeah and sean and Megan, you're like wait what yeah. <laughs> what is happening
1: and, and lena and richard are like gotta go bye See
0: and ya. the trick here is that they overlap their goodbyes one of them says bye sean one of them says bye megan and so you get bye, <laughs> <And> <laughs> sean not as disturbed about the deletion of the messages as excited about the new name for the company that he just came up with is like oh, Schmegen. yep the
1: uh wonderful ship name that we never wanted mm-hmm. i guess Megan agrees just- it kind of
0: works but i have to say it works when you say it i like it yeah, when i did say try it. to spell it right
1: it. Mm.
0: when i wrote in my notes how you how you write this there isn't because sean is s e how do they do how do how they think this is written
1: yeah so megan
0: yeah <laughs> um just something to think about
1: folks. i think they probably just put an h there but
0: yeah here, here's
1: my big takeaway Megan's hat was fantastic, but I have to admit, I am not loving the suit. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy her new look. I think it's very dowdy. Like, I I just don't... I don't know if it's going to continue to evolve from here, but I don't like it.
0: I feel like it kind of softens a little. Yeah. I think it's extreme right now. Yeah, it's very... But who? Do, what, what am I saying? What do I know? What have I ever known? Hey, you were allowed to
1: have your fashion opinions.
0: I don't remember her forever having like this Halloween costumey level of like exaggerated 60s. But mm. again. It's the
1: suits in particular that she's focused on. And I, she's worn two of them now. And I don't, I don't like the the 50s suit on her.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Sean's gonna answer the phone because it's gonna ring, and you be like Schmegan. Okay, so that's a thing now.
1: I hope it's really a one episode thing.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's go over to the hospital.
1: Yeah. Dad
0: is in some pain.
1: And Lauren just you know the the t- Ben and Lauren step outside, and Lauren is like, "You're going to do it, aren't you?"
0: Yeah, and like, he wants he, he, doesn't he does want, want this. to give his dad the meds. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, come on, <laughs> what are you doing? He said the opposite.
1: Yeah, he was very clear. And you know this is this is Ben's move, Um he's been doing it all episode. He just leaves. He's like, fine. He doesn't want to be saved. I'm not going to save
0: him. I didn't ask for this. He just gets out. gets out.
1: But I mean, think about where he is at this point in time. Before they leave the room, he is sitting there watching his father, like his body unable to keep up with his heart as he's has belabored breathing and is in a ton of pain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? I mean think about what his father has asked him to do yeah like if you just want medical power of attorney tell him not to show up i mean say goodbye then because he's just sitting in a hospital room watching him suffer yeah and for someone who has realized that he wants to be a doctor to alleviate suffering and pain and to fix things And also, it's his father. I mean, it's just such a horrible, horrible, horrible thing to do.
0: Yeah. Well, as if Ben needs more crap piled on him, he's going to go back to his own apartment. He's going to go to the loft. He's going to see Noel who is also having a bad day and Noel's decided the best way to handle that is to pick a fight with ben and just do what he thinks equals standing up for felicity so noel asks point blank who lauren who's that woman on the street that i saw with you with well actually he just says who was that woman ben's like i really i honestly had no idea what you're talking about he's like the person on the street that i saw you with like he's he's just thinking Ben's trying to deny Ben understands immediately what just happened. He's like, I'm not in the mood. I'm really not in the mood for this conversation. Like, I'm not even in the mood to tell you that I'm actually innocent in this situation. (laughs) Like,
1: Like, I just don't want to, don't have
0: the bandwidth for any conversation, no matter how much I have nothing to be ashamed of. Noel is like, yeah, well, Felicity said you were with your dad, but you were with a woman.
1: And they get into it. I mean, they are mad. And mm-hmm. Ben is just going to say what he has been thinking.
0: Well, first of all, he does for a second justify himself. like, She's a friend of my dad's. And Noel's like, it's Felicity's birthday. Get over yourself, man. That just... This just sets Ben off.
1: Lack of information. Yeah. Not a good, not a good thing.
0: Yeah. Assumptions. Not great. So yeah. Ben's Ben's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And you know what? We all know what you're doing. You're just hanging around. You're just waiting for Felicity. But you know something? She was never yours. She never will be. Just accept it, man. You're never going to have her. <laughs> And now yeah. Noel's buttons are pushed. Mm-hmm. I already did. No, I don't mean some sort of a freshman year <laughs> crush. I was like, that's not what I meant either.
1: Woo. Oh my Definitely
0: goodness! Ben, they, Ben they... is
1: just standing there, like, like W. Yeah.
0: No, no official like clarification was said or needed no nope. uh Noel delivers exactly the message she intended to deliver even if it was a little ambiguous and Ben is like ah I understand
1: and then what does Ben do
0: he leaves, he leaves. Mm-hmm.
1: and weirdly enough does not go to Felicity he goes back to the
0: hospital
1: which I thought was a weird move but all right
0: I mean this guy doesn't need one more thing today he does not and it's not one small thing no it's like blowing up his entire personal life he doesn't need I mean I
1: kind of think at this point he goes back to the hospital because he's he's like "I, I can't deal with the Felicity thing but I might be able to fix this yeah. So he There's goes to the some hospital. Some level of
0: control he can exert in one of these forms, but maybe not the other.
1: Yeah. And I mean, he's a little desperate here. He's he's asking the doctor, you know, if I did put my dad on a respirator.
0: And and, and but, by the way, when he goes to the hospital, the doctor is having a conversation with Lauren. Ben inserts himself and asks about you know basically not doing what his dad wanted and Lauren pipes in and he's like but quiet like he sends her away
1: yeah he's like this is not up to you yeah um and he asks you know if I put my dad on a respirator is there a chance he could get back on the transplant list again in reality no um I mean, if they were saying he wouldn't survive, the even if we accept everything else, they're saying before he wouldn't uh, be able to survive the surgery, the likelihood that putting him on a respirator is going to get him medically stable uh, for enough time to not only be on the transplant list, find a donor, and then have surgery is so minuscule. That I actually think it's malpractice that the doctor responds, you know, he first says probably not. And then Ben is like, but there's a chance. And the doctor's like, well, I mean, sort of in a anything's possible kind of way. Like, yeah. And so Ben, to me, is kind of just saying, then fix it. And he's like, then do it.
0: Yeah. Lauren doesn't love it, but Lauren's d- doesn't have a vote. Right. Not her call. So we're going to head over to Felicity's apartment. She is opening Javier's present in the company of Javier, Tammy, mm-hmm. and Gabby. Yeah. And Elena. And, oh, Elena was there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're right. Well, Elena yep. shows up so she's opening up this photo album she's glad for the gift elena has now found the jacket in tammy and gabby's closet busted yep. they are so annoying
1: <laughs> they, they are they're like i mean don't we, we just borrowed it i mean don't you have sisters i have three she has four We all borrow each other's clothes and then lie about it to each other's faces.
0: Yeah. That's what sisters do. Yeah. Um, You must be so lonely that you don't have sisters. You shrew. Uh, I don't (laughs) know. It's just like the amount of gaslighting in this episode. Not into it. Okay. Um, Tammy and Gabby, I would not have tolerance for them. Nope. Zero percent.
1: No. I mean. The fact
0: that Elena has like Elena, is exceedingly patient with them is how I would describe Elena. I would think that she would be even more in the direction that they're showing her. Uh Um, But homicides are not welcome on this show.
1: Only attempted homicide.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, (laughs) it is okay on this show. All right. So, Noel is going to interrupt this scene.
1: He's going to walk in and pointedly say the door was open.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Guys. Seriously. (laughs) You guys. And I don't mean multiple Rodans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... And then what is he going to say? to you for a second alone well he says a variation of it yeah can i talk to you alone okay whoa you that's know what nuclear. that means yeah he's all serious um plus says, like hey you're all serious he's like well uh and then she assumes it's about like the interview she's like you'll get a job he's like no i got a job actually it's fine she's like wow what he's like that's not the thing yeah <laughs>
1: Continue um, to be sad. Sit, sit down. down. Do sit not down. be happy for me right now.
0: Don't get excited. This is not exciting times. I have got exciting news, but that's not what we're th- we're not focused on that right now. Focus on the freaky stuff. So she's freaked out, and Noel Noel starts to just walk her down the path.
1: Yeah, I mean, he first he is just sort of pacing and not saying anything, and just saying like, sit down and. Walking, I mean, he goes so
0: slowly. Mm-hmm. we will we'll see first? I had black for breakfast. No, he, <laughs> he, he, uh, his, he starts from the beginning that you would logically begin from. He says, "Well, I saw Ben and Lauren." And Felicity's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's fine." Lauren, it's it's this thing with his dad. It's fine. knows like, "Yeah, but I didn't know that. Didn't know that. Wasn't sure what it was." And I fought with Ben. And the thing about me fighting with Ben is that in that fight with Ben, while I was fighting, during the fight, <laughs> I told him that we slept together. And she's like, um, because why?
1: Yeah. I mean, she pauses before that why. She has so many emotions going through her face. Yep. I mean, this is a quality moment of just, like, internal acting.
0: This was really good stuff. And she does not make eye contact with Noel for the rest of the scene. Like, for the rest of the episode also. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And he tries. He's trying to make the eye contact. And she is just looking down, processing.
1: Yeah. By the end... I say she looks devastated.
0: Yeah. He apologizes, but it's just like, well, you're just your, I mean, what can he your do? sorry's in a sack, man. You know, it's yeah. like
1: okay. He's like, it just came out, sorry, and he leaves.
0: As he's leaving, he turns back around in the door frame. I think it was almost he and he and he stands there for yeah. some seconds, giving her a long, lingering look. And my sense of that was like, he kind of was hoping that she'd re-engage and maybe talk some more. And she's just not looking at him. I mean, I don't
1: even think she, I don't even think she knows he's in the room anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is where, so we're going to get... Ben visiting his dad in the hospital and this scene for me on the DVD was underscored by the tresp- by trespassers lie in the sound
1: um yeah I just had boilerplate generic music
0: yeah this song was probably huge at the time and it was cropping up in a lot of different shows um And you'd probably recognize it if you heard it, but... um, Sing it for us. uh, I love you more than I should. So much more than I... Oh, I forget the words. Uh, I don't know the words, but... So much more than I... mm, 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 More than I should. And so, oh, and there's... mm, I am falling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's a bit of that. Um, it There's the, the opening of that song is so moody. Huh. That a lot of shows use it or use it at the time. Um, I'll have to go back song. and
1: listen to it.
0: Yeah. No way they were going to get the licensing for that, I think. Uh, yeah. Or, or like. It was, it was just probably at that level where it was, it wasn't so integral to the plot that they could replace it with something else, but like, they probably wouldn't have pursued getting that song again. Um, So this whole scene has that underneath it. It's beautiful. It's haunting. It's sad. Um, And Ben stops in to see his dad, who's now on a respirator.
1: Looking much more comfortable.
0: But not looking at Ben. No. He can't. This was a tricky part to act for John Ritter. Because this moment.
1: Because. Because he has a respirator down his throat. And yet he has to convey so much emotion.
0: And he has to convey so much emotion. And he has to start not looking at Ben. And Ben just violated his wishes. And Mm -hmm. he's not feeling great about that. But then Ben says, I know you didn't want this, but you could get better. And maybe we could have some time together. Ben is teary saying this. And then maybe we could have some time together piece. It's like, well, these weren't, yes, these were not his dad's wishes, but dad also could not have wished that Ben would say something like that. You know, like he yeah. couldn't have even thought that that would happen. So the thing that I was kind of floored by is that I was trying to figure out what what he was trying to convey because, again, he's tubed. <laughs> so it's right. like, what are you trying to do here? He's trying not to look at Ben. A single tear comes out of John Ritter's right eye towards the camera when Ben says that. It he does a fantastic subtly job. <laughs> It's like, what? The actual how
1: did he do that um I found everything that he did in this amazing because I mean Ben walks in and sits down and his dad isn't looking at him but when he starts talking he's he's kind of trying to justify what he did and so he's saying you know I know these weren't your wishes and his dad does look at him and then just kind of looks away and closes his eyes like like the, it wasn't what he wanted and and he's miserable now and you know Ben's saying you could get better And john ritter does the exact same thing again he just looks away and closes his eyes like ben you don't get it you just you don't get it like you did the worst thing and then ben says and we could have some time together which i agree i think just kind of floors him
0: because he never would have asked like he he did not think that Ben would be open at all to having any sort of a, any sort of chance of time with his dad, Yeah, you know, like that's not a thing that was on his, his bingo card anymore. Um,
1: And this is why, you know, I was saying that there is still feeling there with Ben um he hasn't had fully you know enough time to process and like it's he doesn't yes he gets angry but I don't think he's switched over to like hatred you know I I don't think he's gone numb where his dad is concerned and you know it's very complicated with his dad who clearly accepted the fact that he was dying and almost was looking not maybe not even almost was looking forward to it and to me you know Ben took that away from him I think throughout this entire episode he wanted to die like this is this was it and the fact that he is now his life is being prolonged is nothing but kind of suffering to him
0: Mm -hmm. and the
1: fact that there's even this hope at the end with Ben saying we could have some time together is not only I mean I think there's so many levels to that there's yes there's the he never would have expected Ben to say that but also there's like zero zeros, like point zero 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 percent chance that's now going to happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: now, I don't know what the show is going to do but in real life like, there's no chance
0: they are gonna get a little time together
1: see so that's not a thing yeah. um but like okay I mean maybe he stabilizes a bit and stays in the hospital and they can talk but like in general, like it's not like they're gonna now have years and years together. Like yeah. he's not, I mean, at least he shouldn't be able to get on a transplant list. Or
0: the show, you know. this show takes a hopeful, a, a very hopeful outlook on this. Um, okay. Also, in addition to everything you said, think about where Ben is at this exact moment. Right again, this guy who used to be most popular in high school Hmm. who does he have now okay count his friends trevor count his (laughs) like uh you know count his people in his world okay felicity well Mm. boy that's weird now Noel, Mm. sean and megan okay sean Mm -hmm. megan's felicity's friend elena's felicity's friend javier is in a weird middle spot you know like everybody on this show uh you know maybe richard will be some solace (laughs) i don't know um but then again richard's knoll's friend um so like who does ben have and
1: he's got AA, which is probably why he went there to talk last time
0: yeah but then you if you look at this situation is it like am i just going to watch my dad just go out of my life like pretty much everybody else has at this point you know and it wasn't that long ago that he was in the hospital because trevor was in a coma so it's like mm-hmm. um I, people in his inner circle probably shouldn't be squandered too easily at this moment because it just turned a whole lot of them but also his dad isn't really in his inner circle
1: no um he's not i mean he has clearly some level of affection for him um or even just hope that there could be affection but if anything, you know, his dad has consistently been a toxic and negative force in his life. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. But sometimes when we feel super alone, we go to the negative toxic force in our life. I think that's something that's, that sometimes happens. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff colliding for Ben in this moment and um, yeah, this scene at the end, uh how John Ritter got that single tear out of towards the camera, the one eye that was pointing towards the camera. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Um <laughs> with trying to trying to like act like he can't physically move <laughs> almost any part of his body right now. I'm just gonna get a single tear to roll out of, like I just I don't know, I don't even know. Um <laughs> Mm. it's a wild r.i.p john ritter i'm telling you so that's that's this episode
1: yeah it was a
0: heavy oh. heavy episode sure was fish yeah i think it's time for our you're the worst segment yeah do we, by any chance have <laughs> somebody who might be the worst
1: we do, we do, and as much as as we love John Ritter, um, Ben's dad, you're the worst. To bring your son in while you are at least thinking that you're on your deathbed, and to ask him to be there for you in that passive aggressive let's chat poor me and also why haven't you called me way well that was horrible in and of itself but then to ask him to take over your medical power of attorney to deny you any pain medication to deny you any life support and to give to make sure that a DNR, do not resuscitate, is in force. So basically asking him to just let you die. When you know your son is now pre-med, it's not okay. This is, this is not something to put on the shoulders of a child who you have already abused and broken and tried to make out with his girlfriend you you didn't have any conversations with him about how does he feel about just letting someone die like whether it's you or anyone else he is going to have to live with whatever choices he makes for the rest of his life and you were going to put all of this on him and you're gonna do it while lauren is there who clearly knows your wishes she could have done this for you you can turn this over to her but you're gonna put it on ben and then just leave her there to be your advocate to be in his ear you know to try to convince him to talk to you i mean If you have one last wish, one last thing to say to your son, how about, I'm sorry, I love you, any of these types of things other than, hey, can you do me a favor and make sure I die in pain while you watch me? Ben's dad, you're the worst.
0: So you're saying you didn't like? what Ben's dad did.
1: I did not. I did not enjoy it at all.
0: Just wanted to be sure. Yeah. Ben's dad. You're the worst. Yeah. Well, guys, we've got no, nothing to lighten that, that mood. There's a thunderstorm (laughs) happening on fish's end and it is happening in the episode and that's how it is. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, what we love our listeners we sure do it's time to get to our favorite segment after you listen to this tape you have to erase it yay so for this first one
1: i mean i I just have to ask
0: have we had
1: any takers
0: on caribbean oh
1: man guys
0: there's two open spots in caribbean rhomboid
1: (laughs) out of everyone
0: who's heard the podcast nobody nobody what's the hold up people we're not going to do anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) all you have to say is that you are not going to play kazoo
0: with us that's it you know what might have happened what we did sort of like we we started with a wide field, but then it did maybe seem like we were then really focusing in on kazoo non kazoo playing players from Lusaka, maybe right. Zambia as a whole. So I just wanted yes. to make sure it's clear, like we're opening it back up. It's it's always been open.
1: Yes, we would like okay. yes to clarify. This is a global call for all kazoo playing people who are not going to play kazoo with us
0: yeah I mean okay we got a little fixated on Zambia because I was trying to do a good PR move because Fish had said something about Lusaka that was a little sketchy and I was like no like we it's invite really you in boring. we're welcoming you it's in
1: super boring Caribbean. why wouldn't you want look if you are from Lusaka why wouldn't you want to join this group because it's just like Lusaka Nothing is going to happen.
0: Okay. But having said all of that, <laughs> we it are exploded. opening it to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's see clear. All right. Um. So there's that. Well, okay. So I've been a little bit debating on, so the first, <clears throat> the first one is perfectly timed for right now, but there is a line in it. That's just the most minor of spoilers, but I think it's okay. Um, And I think it actually allows us more room for conversation right now. So let's do it from Allison Atwater's treatise on Ben.
1: Wow. Okay. Ready for it.
0: Okay. In season four, Felicity breaks Ben's heart by sleeping with Noel. Up to this point, Ben has been exceedingly patient with Felicity's relationship with Noel. Exceedingly. Exceedingly. That does not pay off well for him. I absolutely hate how Noel reveals that he and Felicity slept together, basically saying that he has already had her. Such a dang caveman. And not in a good way. Also, there is just something so reckless and passive aggressive about Noel in season four that just makes me dislike him as a love interest for Felicity. I can empathize that it's a confusing and pivotal point in his life and that he's suffering from depression but I still don't like the way he treats Felicity he was not afraid or ashamed to try to wreck her relationship with Ben on a compulsive whim without having his facts straight I
1: mean he had part of his facts straight he and Felicity had slept together and in all fairness she was still lying to ben i'm really glad it's out there now it's unfortunate that felicity couldn't be the one to tell him but i don't know that noel is so much wrecking the relationship as just being the vehicle to give the information i do think both he and felicity are complicit in you know what happened it takes two to tango um but, yeah, I think we've already talked about Noel Noel this season and, frankly, in other seasons, all other seasons. Um, he's problematic. Noel is problematic.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Allison brings, brings up the point around, you know, Noel being in a confusing and pivotal part of his life, the depression bit. We are going to get a little bit around Noel actually having depression here uh in some episodes coming up um but he just I think got it's gonna a job be, yeah I think it's going to be kind of important that they put a finer point on, on how he's been acting because just the number like really since the first episode of this season every time we get a scene with Felicity and Noel it just feels like they're both under some sort of hypnotic influence by like circumstances of life you know like they're both kind of lost and they've both and, and and they're both not super animated this season yeah. on purpose, probably because they're lost and they're not feeling great about things. And so they've been kind of shells of themselves. But it's been very weird to watch two main characters continue to interact as shells of themselves for, you know, several episodes now. And so it does feel like something needs to break uh
1: <laughs> and he broke it
0: yeah i'm I'm glad that he did but i don't like it um for him in, in terms of just like i agree with what allison's saying and also we're trying to watch a show here okay guys uh <laughs> i don't know actually to extend on this at ruby and simba 13 says this year feels different to the previous three but I don't think it feels like freshman year to me Felicity's character in the first three seasons is cohesive In this season Felicity is much more subdued and serious In the first three she was her normal anxious obsessive and high achieving self this year she seems timid speaks more quietly and isn't as fast as she could be at times in the previous three I don't know that was my take she seems to be scared and insecure as her future looms ahead yeah I mean
1: I don't know how it's going to continue but I think we both commented on
0: on that so far yeah it definitely has a tonal shift Cause she's in so much of the show, you know. You're kind of like basing your vibe off of Felicity's vibe, and there isn't a lot of that, like maybe I am a lovesick schoolgirl energy. You know, <laughs> she's just think about that Felicity versus the Felicity we're getting now, who's very, like, so serious and so quiet and so whispery. Yeah. And so lost in thought. And so reading her dad's clippings about, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just, it's just a lot. Um, Yeah. So those are, those are the thoughts. A lot of tone feelings going on right now. But all right, Fish, it's time for us to rate the episode.
1: I never remember who did it first. Neither do I.
0: And I always ask you, and we always have this question, so I don't know. (laughs) I'll I'll
1: go. Yes, that would be wonderful.
0: I rated this episode in the unit of deleted voicemails. Oh, okay. And I think I'm going to give this one a 7.6 out of 10. You know, I actually... There's a lot of really cool stuff about this episode. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of really interesting new things. There are some things that were sort of... Um, not rehashing from the past, but like taking a new look at. That might have happened in the past. That seems to be coming up here. Uh, the bit with Tammy and Gabby? I don't know. I don't know what that is. But... <laughs> <laughs> um there are some things that I think they do that maybe you were thinking like oh I can't wait to see more of this and you're not going to see a whole lot more of it I think the Cavallo stuff like it does feel a little weird to make that kind of like a one episode story um but such as life, you know? So am I going to say like, this is at the top of the list of the, I mean, part of what we're encountering here in season four is that you and I have now rated a lot of episodes of Felicity. So we have a lot of stuff that's been at the sevens and eights and nines and some tens. And maybe we have now more a point of comparison. So this episode is kind of a result of that in terms of the rating for me. Um, you know, is it, The best of the best? No. Did it create a lot of really interesting conversation? Yes. So I'm going with 7.6 out of 10 deleted voicemails. Wait, 7.6
1: or 6.7? 7.6. Yeah, I mean, this definitely was a heavier episode. Um, I mean, we really sit with Ben as he's going through all this stuff with his dad. And I think it, it does generate good conversation. Um, But in me, it also generated a lot of emotion, um, sort of feeling for him, uh, very complex emotion that I think all of the actors, you know, did extremely well with. I also felt like the stuff with Noel was not equally as complex, but was pretty complex, Um, you know, dealing with everything from, you know, the funny parts where he has to deal with the girls to the job montage and the laying on the floor and singing and, you know, just everything about, how he gets to the fight with Ben and the reveal, um, and then just Felicity's acting as he tells her what he did, I just think was amazing. Um, you know, I I don't mind the girls and Richard. I mean, I think we do need a little levity uh, in this, and um, who doesn't want to be called a muffin? uh i think the Sean and megan stuff to me was a little meh um i don't need to know you know what their business is called and i you know they weren't really focused on and i didn't like her outfit um (laughs) but you know i I also wasn't a big fan of the misdirect with the phone call but Mm i or the voicemail message, but then I guess I wouldn't have gotten the surprise with the fact that it was Noel that actually did the the revealing, uh, even though it was in the title. Um, I did like the fight between Noel and Ben. I, I think they both did angry quite well. So the Cavallo stuff, I mean... I didn't like it. I didn't like watching it, but I do like the fact that they did it. And I like the fact that they did it in this way where she stands. I mean, stands up for herself as much as possible. It opens up a lot of questions for me. I like the episodes that make me feel that or ones that are just funny, but like if it's a draw, if it's a dramatic episode, I want to feel something and I want, it to address really deep questions. And I feel like this episode really did that for me in a lot of ways. Um, So I really, I, I don't feel like it had like that extra spark that, you know, would make it the best episode ever. Like it was just missing something to do that, but I really can't find fault with much of the rest of the episode. So I am going to give it a
0: 9.5.
1: Yeah. This, I mean, for a dramatic episode, I think, I mean, there was so much in here and yet it didn't feel, it didn't feel like I couldn't concentrate on things because they were moving too quickly. You know, it didn't feel like the, the wedding episode where everything was crammed in weirdly mm-hmm. and for me everything made sense um and i just so the up quick cutting so between
0: much. things didn't bother you as much as you
1: no it, like it wasn't jarring the way that it has been in the past um i didn't like it's not my favorite way um For them to go between scene and scene and scene Mm -hmm. but the way they did it i guess worked well enough for me
0: okay well there you have it folks 9.5 out of 10 gloves 7.6 out of 10 deleted voicemails that's our rating for this episode oops noble did it again but we would love to hear what you all Think of this episode. So go ahead and, and tell us. Just tell us already. <laughs> Sign up for Caribbean Romboy. Do what you need to do, folks. You can write to us at melissafish at gmail.com. It's melissa with one L, two S's, melissafish at gmail.com. You can also get amongst it, be part of the conversation about the show on our Instagram at Felicity Podcast. Lots of cool people who are fans of the show. Talking over there. And if you want to know when we drop new episodes of the podcast, you can sign up for our newsletter. You just go to wherever you're listening to this podcast, check your show notes. That's where you can find a link to the newsletter to sign up. And while you're at it, rate and review us so that other cool Felicity fans can find this content and become part of the community. So, fish, uh, you know, I really feel like Mother Nature missed a big opportunity. In terms of timing here, because the next episode is called The Storm. Ah, and the storm is over here. I know. Sun is back out. Wouldn't it have been amazing if we talked about an episode called The Storm and you had those thunder crashes happening in the background? Gosh.
1: I mean, maybe I can edit part of one in. Who knows? Wait wait Um, for it. Let's pause for a moment to see if I can. We won't know until next time. But if that's full of thunder, I did it. So um, I am going to guess that there is a storm. And I love storms, so yay. But also, uh, there's got to be a storm brewing between Ben and Felicity now. I feel like the storm is probably in the i think it's charlie brown where he just has the cloud over his head and it just rains on him i feel like that is going to be ben for a little while and uh i don't know if it's actually gonna kind of erupt and he's going to confront felicity or if he's just going to be stormy um but he knows now and you know if they're going to put two levels to it maybe there's a storm that like traps them together and now they have to talk about it seems like it's gonna be dramatic um so yeah kind of looking forward to
0: that okay all right well that's the prediction I think you are it it is a fair guess to say that Ben might have a little storm cloud over his head uh things are not great in Ben's world at this particular moment in time I think we can all acknowledge that not a lot of things looking rosy because on top of all of this, he's still a no cat.
1: (laughs) That is true. And And his his his
0: biggest problem was how hard his workload was.
1: (laughs) How is he doing
0: it now? You may ask. Well, yeah. So that's, that's what's coming ahead. And I do just want to, I just, I want to put a little honorable mention on the Nolan Ben fight at the end. Those two actors, the Scots, they are so good when we, when they have these confrontational scenes. They're so yeah. good. In fact, they're also great when they have comedic scenes, but like, we've had more than one fight between them in this loft, <laughs> you know, like they are just off the charts
1: yeah. I Every mean, it's almost time. like they have an anti-chemistry, right? I mean, they have like such good chemistry, but when fighting,
0: yeah, they,
1: they just like bring out the anger and like. Go,
0: Every time ugh. a Ben and Noel fight is written in, unless it's like, that was my bagel. Did you notice it was toasted? <laughs> okay. If we take those out, cause those are silly, right? They're just g- getting each under each other's skin. Anytime we have one of these big confrontations written into a script, they must've gotten so excited. Cause it's like, it's always when the big stuff comes out. Yeah. You know, that is always like shit hitting fanniest moments. Like, what is (laughs) that? What's the thing I want to say? Like, that is like the moments where you're like, Oh my God, I have been waiting for somebody to say this thing. For half a season, and you just said it, <laughs> and it always <laughs> seems to be right here when these conversations start between Ben and Noel, and I just I don't
1: know, it's kind of magic it's both bombs.
0: I like, yeah, I like your what, what? did you say? Um, like anti chemistry. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's kind of but cool it's idea. like they have great chemistry. Uh, in fighting and against each other but it's so powerful
0: yeah because they wait so long for these moments in between these moments you know it's like they use them sparsely just just a pinch here Mm -hmm. and there and and they they build the
1: tension around it yeah it's like they're just under each other's skin or there's so many little lies being told and it's just building and building
0: and, and then, Noel's all, boom. no, I'm happy to be a friend. I'm happy to be just the guy watching Ben and Felicity. I'm happy to do this. I'm happy to do uh, that. And Ben's all, no, no, no. Like, Noel's just, he's fine. He's just a friend. And I get it. You, sh- you should go be with Noel. You should do this thing. You should do that thing. You should go over here with Noel. You should do Loser Pet Story. You should do And then, boom. That's right. <laughs> turns out, neither of these guys are quite okay with this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have predicted that?
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely not Felicity.
0: Nope. It's probably you know it might maybe things have changed. No. (laughs) Maybe it's better now. No. Maybe the situation's different.
1: Nope.
0: Well, okay. Anything else you wanted to say about this one, Fish?
1: i just want to remind everyone who i'm sure is going to apply for caribbean rhomboid now that um a picture is required uh of your kazoo and Uh, only your kazoo yeah
0: Yeah.
1: and that is not a euphemism we want an actual picture of a kazoo
0: (laughs) just to be clear just to be (laughs) very
1: clear (laughs) yeah because because melissa is going to be the one opening these so let's just be very clear and melissa's the one I who usually tries
0: tries to keep it clean on this podcast so that's right think about think about her okay yes when you send your kazoo picture that's right <laughs> holy smokes ah well i guess that's it fish so until next time don't hook up with ben while i'm gone i'm a fish bye
1: bye everyone